Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, woo! It's Victory Monday, baby. I know what that means, right? I know what that means. For those that don't, it is Victory Cookout Monday, meaning the Cowboys won six in a row, twenty to sixteen. In a thriller. Feels good. Let me take a sip of my water right quick. I got water this morning. Woo! How your coffee taste, huh? How's the air smell today, huh? How, how did your, your your bed feel last night, huh? I couldn't sleep. Nope. I couldn't sleep. No one I had to be here this morning. No one had to come see you good people this morning. Thank y'all for being here. Lots to talk about. A whole lot to talk about. I'm excited, man. Let's get this thing started. Coming up today, we will recap the Halloween thriller, right? In Minnesota from top to bottom. And of course, like I said, it's Victory Monday. So therefore, we will have a victory cookout. And I ain't full yet from the victory cookouts. That's six in a row. So I hope y'all, you know, ready to party and whatnot. And uh, I know y'all probably like, wait, wait, wait. I need to call in. Yes, you can call in. Okay, Pulse of the Nation phone lines are open. Let me get those open for you guys so you can come in and uh, we can chat about it. We can chat about it, all right? Let's do this thing, man. Let's do this thing. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, I let I let my conviction waver a little bit going into that game yesterday. Okay, I did. Um, if if you've been following this show for the last two weeks or ever since, you know, our our, our resident O'Head brought up the whole situation about the backup. I always believed that the Cowboys can get a game or two done with Cooper Rush. I mean, I just did, but I ain't gonna hold you. I didn't think it was gonna be yesterday. I did not. I, I wavered all the way until the I actually made the pick, and I said that I didn't think that you know Cooper Rush on the road in a hostile environment against a you know decent team, against a good coach. I just didn't think that he could get it done. I thought, okay, yeah, you know, at home maybe against lesser competition, maybe um, they would be able to get it done. But boy, am I glad that it happened last night. Boy, am I glad that it happened on the road in a hostile environment against a good team, against a a tough coach, right? And in the way it happened, adversity in the first half. Second half, they fight through, they gut it through, and 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 they're resilient to the end. I'm glad it happened yesterday, and it didn't happen against a bad team. It didn't happen at home against a rookie quarterback, against a rookie head coach. You know why? Because you could have put a but next to that victory. Find me a but yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot. And that and that means for the team. I'm not even just talking about for Cooper. Because we're going to talk about Cooper today, obviously. I'm talking about for the team. The title today says the Dallas Cowboys are among the elite And it's because of what they did yesterday and the way they did it with whom they did it with. That kind of performance, that kind of victory, that kind of gut check makes you a Super Bowl contender. 
a Super Bowl threat. And a team with number four, we knew could beat anybody. But God dang it, we now know we can beat anybody. I don't know, but we know. We feel it. And yesterday proved that to me. So all I'm saying is I'm glad it happened the way it happened because I talked about with Jesse. I said, you're going to need some games with your backup quarterback. The Chiefs did it. Huh? The Chiefs won a playoff game with their backup quarterback. They won some regular season games with their backup quarterback. The Dallas Cowboys have proven that they struggle with their backup. Yesterday, it was a little bit of some, some struggles. It was some struggles. But the team rallied. The defense played its best performance of the year. The offense came through when it mattered most. You know? And your backup had a gut check moment. A couple of them. That was a statement victory. That was a confidence builder. I needed to see that from that group with that quarterback. I talked about having checkmark games, right? If you're if you're accustomed to this show, I say there's checkmark games throughout the season. I believe this one coming in with Dak or without Dak was a checkmark game. I think it became even more of a checkmark game when Dak was ruled out before the game started. And yes, my confidence dipped. It dipped. It did. And it, it, it dipped even lower in the first half. But the defense was answering the bell. They kept the squad in it. And all you needed was one more drive from Cooper Rush in that offense, and they got it done. You should feel happy right now, Cowboys Nation. You know, this, this backup situation isn't as dire. And again, I, I don't know why I let myself waver. You know, I, I talked about believing in this talent to uplift the quarterback. We said in the pregame show, I need the talent to uplift the backup. The backup's not going to do that for you. And they did that. They did that. I don't know that there's another environment, another checkmark game in that kind of situation that you would get aside from going to Kansas City. Okay? So I'm glad it happened the way it happened. Had he went to Washington, and went, okay. Had he went to Philly, had he went to New York, sure, division games, but that's a decent team. That's not a bad team. That's a decent defense. Not a bad defense. It's a decent coach. Not a bad coach. And there was adversity. You got to love it. You got to love it. Woo! All right. That was my opening statement. I felt like that needed to be said, guys and, and ladies in the house. I didn't get a chance to go through all my shout-outs. And listen, I'm just going to say this. Thank you all for being here, everybody. I know the day ones are here. And I know some new folks are here. If you are day one, if you're new, if you just joined, make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this show. And let's get this show on the road. We already got folks in the in the uh in the caller uh waiting room here, and I'm gonna get to you fresh. I got you, brother. I got you. But let's jump into the morning roundup because there was some news that came out of this game and some things that we found out, right? It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. The Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals, whether it be for weight loss, strength, to tone up, sports, or stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, 
certified professional trainers, and more. So if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, do me a favor, head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Okay, a little bit of house cleaning. A little bit of house cleaning. There was some injury news to come out of the game. And good news, because the first person you see up here is Trayvon Diggs. It looked bad. It looked, it looked worse than it was. But apparently to him, he says he's okay. And what I mean is his ankle, a bit of a sprain, I guess. And on that final drive, he got hit when he was falling away from a tackle or falling away from trying to make a play. Um, a defender or one of the offensive players came by and hit him up. But apparently he's good. So that's a good thing. Uh, bad news, though. Jabril Cox reportedly tore his ACL. So uh, that sucks, man. As you guys know, I've been waving the Jabril Cox flag here with my guy Fresh trying to get him on the field. Um, and he tore his, apparently he tore his ACL. That, that's the, the reports. I think the official word will come out later today. Uh, sucks for the kid because he, he's likely not going to be ready for minicamp. But medicine nowadays, maybe, maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. And then Tyron. Tyron Smith left the game in the second quarter. Uh, it re-aggravated the sprained ankle. Tyden Secchi came in. Wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Uh, the, the second quarter was awful for Tyden Secchi. I thought he got it together a little bit better in that, and better in that second half. Uh, so I'll give him kudos, but you know we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about, right? It, whether it be today or whether it be you know tomorrow we're gonna, and, and later on in, in, the, in the week, we're going to talk about what to do with Lyle Collins uh, now that Tyron Smith is out. Y'all know how I feel. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel. I, I'm not ready to run Tyden Secchi out there, but from what I heard, they didn't want to put Lyle Collins at the left tackle spot because he hadn't practiced over there in a long time. I mean, he had practice and guard, but you would have put him at guard. You know, whatever. So let's let's get some practice, Lyle. We're going to need you over there or, or move still over there. Something has to happen. Not confident in Titan and Secchi moving forward. Anybody Marvel fans in here? You guys know I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Uh, love it. And we found out during that game, I think early in the, in the first series, there was a seven-man offensive line formation with Lyle Collins and Connor McGovern in the backfield. According to Zach Martin, that is called the Hawk formation. And I love it. Zach Martin had to say, had this to say about the Hawk formation. There was a lot of beef on the field. Pause. It's a Hawk package. What we call it. It was great to get those big guys on the field and we had some good plays out of it. Yes, they did. They had a run for six yards. They got a first down. A pass for 17 yards. They got a first down. A run for five yards and a run for two yards. Absolutely love that package. I'm not saying you have to run it a whole bunch of times, but, you know, you throw it in there four or five times a game to mix it up. That That's just, again, we talked about in the pregame. You need everyone to elevate their game, and I thought Kellen Moore did that. I truly, truly did. Kellen Moore... He glitched a little bit at one point in, in in the end of the game there, but I'm not, whatever, you know. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But I love that formation. I hope you guys did too. Yeah, no, I got to do it, right? 
Not only am I a Marvel fan, huge wrestling fan. I got to do it. What a rush. What a rush. Cooper. Cooper Rush, man. Um, resilient is the word of the day for me, for Cooper Rush. Because I didn't have it. Listen, going into the game, I'm like, hey, Trevor Simeon, right? Mike White. It's the day of the backup quarterbacks. Why not Cooper Rush? It's it's Halloween, right? It's It could happen. Crazier things have happened. And then as we get to the pregame, I'm like, all right, well, you know, you got the fandom thing out. But if I'm being real here, I haven't seen enough of Cooper. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. And I don't like the spot. I didn't like the spot at all. Well, it didn't matter. Cooper struggled in that first half. And the vet, I thought that first possession in the second half was extremely important for Cooper's confidence. Got that 73-yard touchdown to uh, said Wilson and put together a great drive at the end of the game. In between that, it got tough for the offense, but at the end of the game, it's all that mattered. Uh, Cooper Rush became the 12th undrafted free agent quarterback in NFL history to get his first career start in primetime. 325 yards, his 325 yards passing are the most among those 12. The previous high was 270 yards by none other than Tony Romo. Wow. Wow. What a what a resilient performance from Cooper Rush with with really everything thrown at him. It, he had, and I said this to, to Jesse, and I might have said it on the post game. He had every reason to just throw it in. He had every reason to get down on himself. You know, the interception, the fumble, the miss. He had every reason to, but in that final drive with the game on the line, he put it together and he got it done. And he deserves my praises and everyone else's praises in that game. So let's clap it up for Cooper Rush one time. Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. That's what, that's what you got to do, right? What y'all talking about here in the chat? What y'all talking about here in the chat? Legion of Doom, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, clap it up for Cooper Rush. Um, bl- the blind optimism for Cooper Rush, I, that's fair. That's fair to have it. I didn't necessarily have it for Cooper. I had it for everyone. I didn't have it for That's not blind. I had the optimism for everyone else to raise Cooper's level of play. I didn't like the spot in Minnesota. Uh, but I'm glad it happened in Minnesota because now, no matter where we go, maybe outside of Arrowhead, but Minnesota's tough to play too. No matter where we go, if Cooper has to play a game or a series or, or, or half or whatever, you now know. There's no guessing. There's no blind optimism going into it. There's no, hey, you know, I, I, I'm just hoping and praying. You now know Cooper can get it done. Anything prior to last night was all just hope. And that's fine. That's what we have to have sometimes as fans. We got to hope and we and, and we, we got to cheer him on and rally. Like I said on Twitter, we got to rally around around Cooper now. We got to rally around Cooper. Well, you have to do it next week. Stay tuned for the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. All right, let's hop into the phone lines before they get too crazy. Because y'all know we're going to, y'all know later we're getting to the cookout, right? It's more like a family reunion, but we'll see. Uh, let me get the fresh fade first. He was in the building. What's up, fresh? Uh, what's up, players? What's going on with you, bro? How you feeling? Man, oh, I, man. Pro- probably better than, than I felt all year, to be honest with 
Yeah, same thing here, man. Um, I'm full off eating all this crow, man. I had to saute it, hey, man, put, it, put, put barbecue sauce. Yeah, season that something. <laughs> you got to season it, man. Put some, some, you know, Lari, some Goya Lari, on yeah, it. Yeah, the whole nine, all that. Yeah. <laughs> man, uh, Cooper Rush, um, he proved me wrong, man. I was calling for him to get benched probably after the first quarter and to put in Will, Will Greer. Um, I panicked, to be honest. And, um, and that's what I like about Mike McCarthy is that he doesn't panic like everybody else does, man. He just he's just very steady and he let things play out. Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, at this point of the season, to me, I think Mike McCarthy's trending towards coach of the year. I think we have the defensive mm. coordinator of the year so far. I think we have the offensive coordinator of the year. I've never seen a team that have all three. I think we got all three. You know what this reminds Just me of? Look. It, it took a basketball analogy here, and, and I hate to do this because of the finality of that season. They did not win the championship. But it reminds me kind of yeah. of the, the 76ers in 2001. They went up against my Lakers. They had the MVP. Yep. They had the coach of the year. They had the defensive player of the year. They had the sixth man of the year. Right? They had all these accolades that, and it, and it wasn't a a star studded team. Right now, the Cowboys are star studded mm-hmm. on offense, but and they put it together. It, it was they were grimy, they were gritty, they were tough, and they got to the NBA Finals. This kind of has that feel when you you talked about it. I think McCarthy has to be in the coaches of the year conversation. Right, Kellen Moore yeah. might have got himself a head coaching job from yesterday. Uh, Dan yep. Quinn is, we see Dan Quinn, this defense is real. And Dak Prescott's yeah. in the MVP conversation. Oh, man. I mean, it's, I mean, people are right, man. Because, I mean, I mean, initially when people were saying, hey, look, this is the best team since 95, I was sort of skeptical looking at the, you know, the Romo teams with T.O. and, you know, the earlier teams like that. But this is legit. This is the best team I've seen since, the not, I mean, 96, 95, 96 season. This is the best team I've seen, man. It's, it's, it's exciting. I'm trying to temper my expectations because, you know, I still have PTS, JG. I still have a little bit of that. Oh, left. That, should, that, that, should be, that should be going away now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, this I one, still, that one, this game to but, me, Fresh, did it for me. If there was maybe like a 5% PTS, JG left in me, this, there's no way. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. I don't believe that regime yeah. does this. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you're right. It's just uh, it's it's a good time to be a fan of this team. They're they're sort of overcoming all the injuries. I mean, and that's the thing, man. Like just just to think about it, we did this to the Vikings without Michael Gallup, without your two tackles, Tank Lawrence, for, without the game, without the tackles, defensive players injured, offensive players injured. I mean, just that gone, everything up against you or against the Cowboys, and they still pull it out, man. I'm so proud of this team right now. Uh, you know, we're just going to ride through this. I think we're, we're going to go far this year, man. I'm super excited about it. Um, I guess that's all I had to really say today, man, that, that yeah. shit, I'm eating crow. I mean, crow from Cooper Rush, you know, proving me wrong, which is good. I mean, Listen, I feel good about it. I mean, I'm not you guys are about to say, no, I, I hope there's there's a section of Cowboys fans out here that, that are, are, are loving this, and it's not like – because there, there's some people that want to be right too much, you know, and, and I think yeah. that that supersedes wanting to win. 
And this is one of those things yeah. where I kept saying in the pregame, remember fresh, I was like, please, all the positivity, please take it and, and, and use it for me today, y'all. Because I lost I lost it at the be- at the beginning of the pregame show. I lost it. I had some and I lost it. And I said, I want to be wrong so bad here. I, I'm rooting like hell for the for this game to be a victory. I just had to be real with y'all how I felt. And I feel like y'all y'all appreciate that. Yeah, one last person I got to give some love to because, I mean, Joe Philbin, he's just pulling out all the truth. I mean, <laughs> this may be the best, best, I mean, collective coaching staff in the league. It just feels like that, man. It just feels so good to actually win a game due to coaching. When's the last time you saw that, man? They like, out-coached Mike and won a game, man. Dan Quinn oh, out coach now. Clint Kubiak's not some season guy. Doesn't matter though. They that offense we talked about coming yeah. into that game was going to be tough to defend, and they really shut him down. Shut him down, man. All right, man. Let you get to your next gig, man. My man. Uh, I mean, Cowboy Nation, stand up, man. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, fresh. Yeah. Let me get my guy Mel yeah. in the building. What's up, Mel? Happy Victory Monday, baby. Yes, sir. Happy Victory Monday, man. Such a such a good feeling, man. I had very, very little, oh, yeah, a little faith. I had very little faith going into that game. I think the first notification I got was actually you on the pregame show when you uh, the title came up, said Dak is out. And I was just like, all right, well, yeah. let me go find something else to do. I think that's what did it I'm for like, me, Mel. When Dak was out, that faith I had kind of just, just disappeared. And, and disappeared, everything I talked man, about I was, I, on the show kind of just went away. <laughs> I was like, man, that 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 just did it, man. And I'm I'm gonna say this, man. Like the Cowboys, we are used to having offensive firepower. Maybe not like every single year, but there's always, you know, some guys on this team. We we always have shiny toys. Yeah. You know, we got T.O. We we've had Romo. We had, you know, we always have we always have shiny toys here. But this team got guts, bro. Like, this team, they got character. Like, this is a different squad. And I think last night, that that was the Mike McCarthy game. Like, you just said with, with Fresh, man, like, that game erases the JG area. I mean, the ha- JG era. Like, any, any PTSJG you have left, it has to be gone now, right? Like, it has to be gone. I, I, my confidence in Mike, man, just kind of went through the roof. I think we all had confidence in Kellen. Um, we all had confidence in Dan Quinn from what we've seen so far. But I think you even said it on the on the post game, bro. It's like Mike is building the culture, the character, the guts. Like, man, we we ain't that, like we we've been putting three safeties on the field at a time. We seeing guys just perform, man. Like, like. I felt like Michael Parsons the game before. I was kind of like, "Dang, what's going on with him?" Last night, man, that dude was—I mean, the the Zeke third and eleven play, like uh, just the guts from this squad, uh, bro, is just—it's—it's it's so like, encouraging, like, man. Like, y'all, like, like on dead serious right now. I'm not even lying to y'all right now. I got chills. I got chills when you said that. That Zeke play, Mel and Cowboys Nation. I said on Twitter epitomizes this team against all odds when you don't think it's going to get done with everything that happened, the holding penalty, the third and 11, yeah. you, know, you had a, you were on the yeah. five, you got backed up. Zeke catches it yeah. at the, at the, you know, with, with about 14 more yards to go with four or five defenders barreling down on him. He found I mean, a way to get the first way, down, bro. just like this team has done all 
year. It's it is the character. It's a special feeling, man. Man, it's such a special feeling. Scott, if you would allow me to for just one second, man, I don't want to derail the show. Can I defend my my Cooper Rush over Cam just for a quick second? Can I defend my my? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So my stance on it was a lot of people were calling for them to sign Cam like this week. And my stance on that was Cooper has been in the meetings all preseason, all oh, regular season. I got he you. He knows Dak. He knows Kellen. Whether whether or I'm not saying Cooper's more talented than Cam. That's that's an asinine statement. I'm saying as far as at least knowing the offense, he was a better option to me because the last time I saw Cam, he was getting beat out by uh, uh, Mac Jones. And the last time I saw him before that, he was throwing five touchdowns to ten interceptions. So at my, my confidence in Cam being able to execute a passing offense like we are, it's just it's not there for me. I just don't feel like Cam would be the guy to come in on a week's notice yeah, and execute an offense like ours. Then I misread the room there. I thought I thought you were saying Cam Newton in general. Like if we would have signed Cam Newton back in uh, was it July or whatever it was, August or nah, something. No, hell no, nah, hell okay, no, okay. nah. <laughs> uh, nah. yeah, hell no. Nah, yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree with you. If people were still calling to go get Cam Newton. I, I messed that up. If people were were still calling to go get Cam Newton um, yesterday, right, or or on Tuesday, yeah, that's not going to work, right? That that that, that doesn't. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. I was saying like for this offense right now, where we're at, no, Cam is not a like Cam is not somebody that can come in, in my opinion, on a week's notice and execute. Like I haven't seen Cam throw the ball to the outside, and I don't know how long. Now, if we were running. If we were the Baltimore Ravens, maybe he could come in and execute an offense like that on a short notice. Because That's too short. That's too the, short. Yeah, I, yeah, it's still too short. Exactly, exactly. But, man, I, I appreciate you both. Thank you, man. Like, I, I'm so excited about this win. I couldn't wait for your show this morning because you, you, you give us an opportunity to come in and talk Cowboys football and, and just all the things you do. But I really appreciate you, man. it, man. Love the show, man. I, I can't wait for it. Uh, the rest of it, man. I got a long morning this morning, and you're definitely gonna be a part of it, my man. So, thank you, bro. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Yes, listen, we 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 gotta we gotta give credit to my guy, uh, to Cooper. We gotta give him credit. We just absolutely do. Um, Dwight says, "Well, I don't want to read that part, but he says Cowboys fans are always talking bad about Zeke, and Zeke saved the day for us. Zeke, absolute. I mean." That like I said, that that play just gives me chills. It, it really just it's it's just the Cowboys all in one. It's the, it's the Dallas Cowboys all in one. They find a way. They're resilient. Adversity does not shake these guys. It does not. And I I like to think that is a product of their leader, Dak Prescott. But I think what's happening is not only is it a product of their leader and Dak Prescott, it's also a product of their head coach. I had a very, very, very uh, spirited monologue yesterday. Excuse me, in the post game show about about our head coach because remember, at the beginning of the year, especially after week two, with the, some of the suspect game management, I was like, "Yeah, it's absolutely fair to criticize Mike," and I'm going to. But as we're, you get the four and one, you get the five and one, 
you now have to start giving credit, right? You got to give credit to the head coach. And I think Mike McCarthy absolutely deserves some credit. I'm not sure if I missed another Super Chat, but I do see one here. Super Chat. Uh, Aegon the first. Most of us like Coach Zim. I like Coach Zim. But that Zeke play happened because of the two two turnover penalty or two TO penalties. A turnover or timeout. Keep that in mind when we're complaining about Coach. Oh, okay. Oh, listen. Me and Jesse were talking about it during the game. I hope people get on Coach Zimmer about his time management. There was some horrible time management issues. Horrible. Uh, let's get my guy Freight Train in the building. What's up, Freight Train? What's going on, man? I was getting ready to chat, uh, put something in the chat, but yeah, you uh, you said it. The team is resilient. Yeah. If you notice, Randy Gregory had those two personal penalties. We all saw that. <sighs> Oh, my gosh. Great I train. love the fact that Coach McCarthy pulled him to the side and had a quick conversation. Basically, I know they're trying to take it. Him and that whole defense, them jokers turned into the water, boy, them last <laughs> nine plays. Yo. Go back and watch them last. They turned into the freaking water, boy. Yes, they did. They, they weren't allowed. They were shutting stuff down. And each injury that we have, like I told you earlier, a month ago, two months ago, we is all hands on deck. We are battle tested already. We didn't already. This is almost like we in the playoffs, right? We getting battle tested Rand, every week. Randy Gregory said that. Oh, you did? Yeah, Randy I, I Gregory said this was a playoff atmosphere. You know. I love it because my thing is we are going to be so ready, and we still beat you with most of our defense. We ain't even got. We ain't even. We ain't even up to full. We at we at seventy five percent right now. And I got to get my hats off to Hamilton and Dagon Bohan. I told people go back and watch the game. I, I need Cowboy Nation to be knowledgeable fans. Yeah. So when people come up to you at the gas station at your job right. and they say, "Uh huh, I got those Cowboy stuff on," I want everybody to hold Cowboy. I want you to say this. I want you to turn your head a little bit, almost like James Bond. So you recognize greatness. Ooh. <laughs> That's all you have to say, and you can smile at him and walk away. We're going to be just fine. And my thing is, if boss man fat, some, I'm, if, if we can get into the game more, if Diggs is hurt, well, whatever, we're going to put everybody in. Because, see, it's a long season. We're going to need everybody. But I got to get – man, go back, man, Bohanna and Hamilton. And man, Hamilton, oh, my God. Listen. Oh, my God. Stick around. Stick, stick around for the uh, cookout. Just, just stick around for the cookout. I'm giving a lot of love today, a lot of love. And with, yes, sir. And with Zeke being, when I, I knew he was gonna get the first. I told my wife, I said, we gonna get this. When he ran that ball, and he he was not gonna be denied. He could have been. He should have been talking three, four yards short. And the resilience that play right there. Let me tell you something. I know they're gonna play that in the locker room. Um, again, I know they're gonna play that when they have film study this week. Let me tell you something. That defense. When they had those two personal penalties go against Randy Gregory and all that stuff, that defense turned the page last night. Yeah, let me tell you, you know everything went against them. Let me tell you when they're they gonna when they gonna play that freight train. They gonna play go that. They gonna play that in February, after a certain game, when you know teams get those those VHSs back in the day. Now it's DVDs, and now you can probably stream it. And there's gonna be a turning point play or a turning point yeah. moment. Yeah, that's when I'm gonna play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm but I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody get in. But I just want to say, look here, one quarter at a time, not even one game, 
one quarter at a time. Each, every possession is so important. And I love the fact that back then you didn't want us. Now we're hot. Now y'all on us. We're going to do our thing. I'm out, big dog. My man. You know, the back then they didn't want me. To, you know what that version is, right? Nobody calling nope. me, texting nope. me, paging nope. me, asking me, are you still involved? Oh yeah, for sure, we is. Calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me, am I still involved? Y'all use the check on me. Listen, 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 listen. I'm still, still them boys. boys. <laughs> we still them boys, Cowboys Nation. You know? All them haters out there. I just had to play that for y'all real quick. Hey, let me get uh, Montana. What's up, Montana? Yo, yo. What up, what up, Scott? What's going on, bro? How you feeling on this Victory Monday? I told y'all so. I guess I'm just keep saying that every week now. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, I would t- we will all take the I told you so's if it's a victory, right? I'll take it all the way to the bank. 19-1 and one or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. All I gotta say is, man, everybody just needs to stop trying to push Terrence Steele off the bridge. I don't give a damn, bro. Won't, won't Cowboy Nation be happy that this dude has developed? I think and we might just gotta stop this for right tackle. Well, I tell you what, man. It t- we talked about, you know, the price is different, right? Yesterday's price is not today's price. Terrence Steele's price continues to just rise. If he happened to be a free agent, I'm pretty sure he gets some money. But fortunately, he ain't got to go nowhere. So I, I, the Dallas Cowboys are in a, an amazing situation. Think about this, y'all. Think about this. For the first time in a long time, I'm like, yo, Tyron, you could sit down for a little bit, bro. <laughs> like, I, when the last time I could say that? Tyron Smith really can chill for a little bit, get healthy. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like if it do come down to it, then, you know, Tyreek do got shit out. All right, why don't you go move still to the left? That's what I'm saying. You have I that feel, confidence now to you do know, that. You know, indeed, you can say, I guess, put, you know, well back at right. But if Tyreek don't have to miss his game, I don't care what Connor Williams stats look like. Get that little-ass dude off my field, man. <laughs> Get yeah. this little ass dude. I'm I'm bigger than him. He way more than me. He way more than me. Everybody on that offensive line looks so huge, but him. Yeah, and this what's wild is I'm just gonna I'm just going to entertain your your side statement about Connor. What's wild is he put on money or put on he put on weight about three fifteen three twenty, but he definitely still looks smaller than the rest of the guys. Man. <laughs> Even like a baby out there. I'm just like, oh, my God. I will say this, though, Monty. I will say this. I am not going to question whatever the coaches do. They have been hitting all the right buttons this year. All the right buttons. If they decide to switch out Connor Williams for for Lyle Collins, I ain't going to question it. If they decide not to, I ain't going to question it. Because they're hitting all the right buttons. They're on a six-game win streak. They're doing something right. Yes, sir. There is, you know. Uh, yesterday, you know, I was just like, damn, you know, 
Cooper Rush, man, if he can't get it done, good game. You know what I mean? GG. You know what I'm saying? Like, GG. But, you know, my my cousin, like I said, he's a Viking fan. He called me yesterday, and I told you, I said, you, Mike Zimmer, and everybody is lucky for was not on that field. Oh, my. Come on, That man. game. Little blue it wouldn't even have been a game. It wouldn't even been a game. It would have been a blowout like I said it would have been. Man, it been over was on that team. It would have been over in the second quarter. Man, man, I don't know what other teams is going to do if four stay healthy all season. I feel bad for teams, man. You ain't lying, my team. I just feel bad for them. I ain't going to hold you, Scott. I just wanted to let everybody know, like, hey, man, stop trying to throw Mr. Steele off the bridge, man. He's out there balling. Once playing again, well. He balled up me. You're playing well. All right, good brother. I appreciate you. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. I really was looking. I was really looking forward to the uh, Daniil Hunter and Terrence Steele matchup. I really was. Um, there were some snaps, so we're, I'm definitely going to check that out. And I think he held up pretty well. Um, but then Daniil got hurt, and in the second half, he wasn't out there. So their their pass rush was compromised. But on the other side. Everson Griffin was giving Niseki some trouble. Now, I will say this. That, that last possession, and when, when I do the drive of the game this week, I'll, I'll illustrate it. But the last possession, when Zeke made that, that big play, them boys met at Cooper Rush. So uh, that, was a, that was a hell of a rush by uh, Minnesota Vikings. And, and still, when Niseki, they tried their damnedest, but they met at Cooper Rush. And one criticism of Cooper, which there could be a number of criticisms out of this game for Cooper, but, but I'm not doing that, right? <laughs> right? Rush did what he did. Um, was he? He seemed to be a bit of a statue in the pocket, and I'm not being a Debbie Downer here. I just talked about everything I saw yesterday, kind of raw, right off the top of my head. I didn't rewatch or nothing yet, but he seemed to just drop back and stay in his spot, and he made it easier for Everson Griffin in the rush to just get put pushing back in a, in his lap. Um, so we'll look at the tape. Uh, we'll run it back and, and, and see what he could have done better, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the game, he got it done. He got it done. Let me let me talk about the resilience real quick, Cowboys Nation. And by the way, if you are up in here, hit that like button, man. Share this thing to all your friends, family, and foes. I see my guy Vach Lombardi was in the building. Appreciate you, big dog. Vach came down um, to Dallas. We hung out. Me, Vach, and Law had a great time. Had a great time. A lot of stuff you can't talk about on air. That's what I love. You know, I love the fact that I'm the first time meeting my guy, too. We, we talk plenty of times, obviously, done shows and things like that. But um, you would think we'd known each other for years, man. Good dude. Um, let me talk about the resilience. And it's not just the injuries. It's not just having Dak Prescott out. It's not it's not just the penalties. The Cowboys came out in the second half and answered the bell, right? Right off the bat. Okay, touchdown, three plays, said Wilson. Nice throw by Cooper. Great yak by said. I was I was hoping and praying. I'm like, please say score a touchdown because I didn't I didn't have much confidence in him getting tackled at the 15 yard line and and us punching it in. I didn't have much confidence. So they score, they tie it up. The next pos- few possessions for the Cowboys: punt, punt, field goal, fumble, punt. It wasn't looking pretty. It wasn't looking pretty. And then after the punt, you had 
about four penalties on the drive to allow the Vikings to march all the way downfield like, like Freight Train was talking about. They gave them two opportunities at first and goal. And the resiliency showed. Your defense stepped up. Held them to a field goal. And as much as punt, punt, field goal, fumble, punt happened for Dallas Cowboys, it didn't matter. The final possession, they go eight plays, 75 yards in two minutes and score the game-winning touchdown. That, ladies and gentlemen, is resiliency. That's what this team is. More than I've ever seen it probably in the last two decades, to be honest with you. This is different. This is different. Uh, let me get my guy Tony from Tampa. What's up, Tony? Yo, what's going on, man? What's up with you, brother? Ain't nothing, man. Hey, I'm actually driving past Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium where we was three points away being seven, from no. being undefeated, man. Undefeated, man. Hey, look, I, I'm going I'm to I'm get to you right now. 15 and 2. Uh, well, yeah, 15 and 2. That's it, man. 15 and 2. I don't, I'm thinking maybe down the line, maybe. You know what I mean? But, man, the way we look, man, I don't even know who we're going to lose to. Tell you the truth. Well, I'm getting it 15 to 2. I just don't know who we're going to lose to. I tell you, I, t- I tell, truth, I tell you man. what, man. We talked about this a few weeks ago. When you look at the schedule, we thought you know KC would be the, and it's still going to be a tough matchup. I'm not going to sit here and disrespect him. It's going to be a tough matchup. But if four plays, there's not a game that the Dallas Cowboys should not be favored in. There's not one That's what I'm on saying. the remaining of the schedule. Now, football is a weird lady, as Brian likes to say. The ball can bounce a certain way, but going into each of these remaining games, Dallas should be favored, and you should have the utmost confidence. Now. Now, man, if four has to miss four or five weeks, aligned, man. the stars are aligned. Sit back, get your wine, enjoy it. Enjoy this year, man. Like I, I've been telling, I said, Cooper Rush coming in for a couple games. I said, we're going to be fine. Everybody relax. We're going to be fine. You know, Tony. I said that. The, the, huh? the, I said the same thing, but you you, you know I'm a, I'm gonna be real with y'all for a quick second. And, and OG, hey, he was going off at halftime too. He OG, was going off. He was like, he's I, got a spaghetti arm. I tear him up. <laughs> I tear him up at halftime, bro. Tear him, and he and he did. He absolutely he absolutely did. And I said, I know I'm being hard on. Him. I know I'm being real hard on. Him. But y'all know me. I, I I'm going to remain professional. I'm going I'm going to re- try to remain. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, not remain, try to remain. I'm gonna be real. But at the end of the day, I'm just as much as a fan as y'all, and I will never, ever, no matter where I'm at in, in my career, I would never hide that, ever. And as a yeah. fan, I was extremely upset uh, with the first half sloppiness. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was too. You know me, man. I'm being real with y'all. Oh hey, hey man, you gotta not you, hey, not you. The other you old gotta... head, he had me a little. Uh, the other old <laughs> head had me thinking about putting some type of saying a prayer or something. Because you know why? He brought up the Dak stuff. Dak got hurt. Coop yeah. came in. He started playing yep. bad. Greg Zerline. He brought up Greg Zerline. He missed some field goals. I started to start thinking. You know what, bro? I might have to start wearing a cross on my show. I might have to start playing <laughs> church music. We might have to start saying yeah, prayers. Yeah, we tripping. <laughs> Yeah, I'm nervous, hey, man. Nah, man, but uh, yeah, man, it's our year, man. I feel it, man. You just feel it. it everything going right, 
even when it's supposed to go wrong. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's that year, man. It's Ooh. that year. And yeah, Henry. I'm my I bad, feel man. like we can get with anybody. I feel like we can get with anybody, man. That's that's just me. You know what I mean? I got this feeling. I've been a Cowboy fan. I've been waiting for this for a long time, man, for us to get to this point and get that attitude, that winning attitude, you know, back. Uh, and, and, you know, man, I'm, I'm loving it, man. Every second, I'm loving it. Indeed, bro. Indeed. That's all, man. Yeah, man. But uh, keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. Mm. If y'all see my face, for those that are watching live, uh, for those that are not uh, watching live and you're running this back, my mood changed just slightly because I just saw Derrick Henry is out for the season. Uh, yes, obviously not a, a Dallas Cowboy, but nonetheless, you hate to see any player out for the season. Especially, you know, somebody like Derrick Henry and our brethren, A to Z Sports Nashville, they're live right now. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, whew, I know that sucks. I've been saying this the last few weeks. I was rooting for a Tennessee Titan Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. Selfishly, whatever. Sue me. Uh, because I wanted to see A to Z Nashville, A to Z Dallas. That would have been massive for the brand. Uh, but damn. Derrick Henry out for the year. Not really sure what happened, but that's that's probably a season killer. Right? I mean, that was their that's their offense. It's their offense. All right. So yeah, fantasy owners. Sorry if you got them. By the way, man, frankly, football. Did you did you come back and win? That's who I played this week in Vach's in Vach's, uh thing, the fantasy league. Frankly, football. He's undefeated. I was on a nice little streak, but. It didn't look too good for me heading out, heading into that game. Um, let me get to four one nine. Oh, real quick, four one nine. Just hold on for a quick second. Let me let me give a shout out to my guy B Bird. B Bird with the five dollar donation. Super chat. Thank you, OG. He says, "I repeat from last week: Cooper Rush plus healthy O line plus improved defense equals a win." B Bird, that that's what I've been trying. I was trying to. I was saying that right. It did. I lost. I lost the confidence. Don't let me do that again. If I lose that confidence again like that, y'all, just, just, just hey, smack me out of it, man. Um, what's up, four one nine? Hey, hey, what's up, Sky? Uh, this T Mo from Toledo, Ohio, man. I, Toledo, first time caller. Toledo, yeah, this first time caller, but uh, forty five year cowboy fan. I wanted to uh, just say that. The cow, we rolling now, and now we're we're winning games that in the past we wouldn't have, we would have not have won, because we got a different kind of character on this team. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also wanted to, uh, I don't know if I'm late to the show. I got a late start, but sorry, right, you here? Want to give, want to give Ezekiel Elliott his flowers now, man. I think he played a real important part to the team, and I. I know a lot of people were looking to get rid of Zeke, said his production was falling off. But he made, he makes a lot of good, important plays that don't always get noted. And his blitz pickups, things like that. But that last run where he got that first down, where he could have he could have went down with that first contact, but he kept fighting. We just The whole team as a whole got a different kind of – it feels like a different kind of character. So I just wanted to get Zeke. His his flowers now, man, because he running hard. And what they say he hadn't he hasn't fumbled in over two hundred carries. 
he talked about – remember, he talked about working on that. And, and last year and, – and I was hard on Zeke last year with a with an asterisk, right? We understood that he had COVID. We understood that the offensive line w- was compromised. But at the same time, you want to see your stars rise to the occasion. Um, and Zeke struggled last year. And, and he would tell you, I, I wasn't as shifty. I didn't have as much burst. I wasn't in, as in great shape. But he dedicated himself coming into this year. And any Cowboy fan or non-Cowboy fan – that followed Zeke in the offseason. And that's why I love I love when the talking heads eat crow. They all were coming in here, the Cal and Cow herds and all these guys. Zeke, you Ellie, it is done. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. I kept saying to myself, yep. sir, are you watching what he's doing in this offseason? The running back position, the athleticism, the, the movement, you can see it. A quarterback can go in the offseason, work with Tom House, can do all the stuff that, that uh, Jameis Winston did, dance around with towels, hit broomsticks and juggle, you know, tennis balls and look at cars. None of that shit matters. Excuse my French for those out there. None of that matters. I'm just being real with you. But Zeke Elliott, what he was doing, you saw that he was improved. You literally saw the physique. And you had to remember, ooh, did I just come up with something here? The physique of Zeke. All right, my bad. Um, (laughs) you, you, And you had to remember, well, damn it. If Ezekiel Elliott has his shiftiness back, if Ezekiel Elliott has some explosiveness back, teams are in trouble because he can do a multitude of things to you, and he's showing it. And that run was just – I tell you, I tell, like I said, man, I kind of was half-heartedly joking with the last caller. You know, I think it was um, Tony. I said that type of run is the type of run that they will show on those highlight tapes when the team has a confetti dropping. I'm dead serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a different kind of heart, a different kind of grit. So I'm I'm excited. One last thing, Sky, and I, yep. I thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I really I really want to see when we get D Law back. I want to see this defense step to a different level, step <laughs> up to a different level. D Law. Oh, God. <laughs> when he gets back, when Boss Man gets. Neville Gallimore, uh, uh, Tristan Hill. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if 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 those guys can take us up a notch. I think, man, uh, this this could be it for us. This could be our year. So uh, I just wanted to get on and chop it with you. I appreciate you taking my call. No problem, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, feel free so, to feel free to keep calling back. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of got lucky. I'm at work, man, but I kind of gotcha. got lucky this one. So. <laughs> But I listen all the time. I listen all the time. So love the show. Love all the shows. Thanks, I'm man. Waiting on another round table, man. Cause, oh, it's cause y'all, y'all can't. I'm glad you reminded me. I gotta get Vach if you in here. Text me, man, because I man, I get so busy during the week I forget. But we're definitely going to put that together. Maybe a post bye week round table. Like he says, I love how Vach says it though. We can't give it to y'all all the time because then y'all get tired of it. So we go. We like to give it to right, y'all right. every so often. You know? Right, right, right. You know the selfishness of some of us fans, man. We we wanted more than we we yeah. get it, but I take it whenever I can get it because y'all be bringing it, man. I, Thanks, so I appreciate y'all, all you brothers, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, uh I think this is something special, man. I really do. It feels special. It feels special. Thanks, bro. All right, thank you, man. I'm 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 absolutely starting to love Mondays even more. And honestly, and be real with y'all, it's because of y'all. You know, win or lose. Um, Mondays, Mondays are Mondays, but my profession is different now. So I absolutely love Mondays regardless. Cause I love what I do, 
But uh, when we win and, and you guys are calling in, I'm going to get to y'all on the phone lines. Hold tight. And the chat is popping, man. Scott Banks in the building. Mike, I see you over on Facebook. Facebook, I think, is starting to hit. We're starting to hit some highs over there. So continue to support over there on Facebook, all right? We're going we're gonna to get some things together and do some, some special things over there as well. Um, but, but Mondays, after a win and, and chatting it up with y'all, I, I don't, I don't, that's why I love Monday. Mondays are the easiest shows. I don't watch any film. I, sometimes at late at night, depending on the game, um, I'll rewatch it. And we just come in here and we speak off a of raw emotion. And, and that's what it should be about. You know, we'll, we'll get to the critiquing and the intricacies throughout the week. And that's what I try to do to bring some structure to the, to the shows here. Um, but Mondays sh- should be about you guys calling in and, and, and giving your raw emotion in the chat. The chat is always popping. I mean, we're about 500 deep here in the chat on, on both platforms. I don't even know where we're at on Twitter. Um, so I just got to say thank you, man. Y'all have no idea. Some of y'all do. But uh, y'all have no idea, you know, doing a Sunday night game, traveling about a half hour away, setting up, taking down, getting back home about 1 o'clock in the morning, you're hopping back up four or five hours later to get ready for the day. It takes a lot. But y'all, seriously, when I get on here, I don't even – I forget about all that. So y'all are awesome. Y'all are absolutely awesome, and I appreciate that. So uh, let me give you a clap it up for y'all. <laughs> clap it up for Cowboys Nation. Y'all the truth. With that said, make sure hit that like button, subscribe, check out A to Z Sports Dallas, A to Z Sports.com slash Dallas. A lot of cool articles will be up this week um, from all of our talented writers, man. I got to give so much shout out to them, man. They're awesome. All right, let's let's switch gears a little bit before I get back to the phone lines. We've been talking a lot about the offense. A lot about the offense. But let's not mistaken the true MVP of that game. And that was the defense. And I'll do a few more calls. I mean, I'm going to do all the calls, but I'll do a few more and then we're going to do the cookout because the cookout is mostly about the defense, and I and I need I absolutely need to give a shout out to this defense, guys. Do, do y'all understand? Y'all understand because we I made sure y'all understood what we were up against. You know, some people when I brought a Koye on last week, they said I didn't know anything about the Vikings. That's why we put the work in. We put the work in so you guys can know about them. Sixteen points they were held to. Seventeen first downs. Only six. Passing first down for a passing defense that gets maligned. Six passing first first downs is exceptional. Here is where the game was won. One for 13 on third downs. <clears throat> they held the Vikings one for 13 on third downs. Less than 200, less than 300 total yards and mind you this this is why this defense is it's different they did this guys without a turnover they did this guys and ladies with one sack okay they did this during a stretch in that second half that went from the offense punt punt field goal fumble Punt. And after the Cowboys fumbled the ball, which the fumble was, and let me make sure I read this right. Got my clear eyes. After the Cowboys fumbled the ball, 
The ball was on the Minnesota's 48-yard line. And what did they proceed to do? Pass incomplete. Intentional grounding due to the pressure from Dorrance Armstrong. Second and 23. Incomplete. Attempt to Jefferson. Offensive holding because them boys was getting to him. Third and 23. A run for four yards. Punt. This defense is turning into a championship level defense. For those that have been around, we we talked about a number of things coming into the season that I wanted to see this defense do. Get turnovers. I don't care about yards. I really don't all the way care about sacks. I did want to see him get a little bit more sacks at the beginning of the year, but I don't need you to be number one in sacks. I care about these things. Turnovers. Third down conversion, red zone defense, and points scored. If you can be elite or very good in those things, I give a damn about you giving up 300 passing yards a game. I give a damn about, about if, if they get down to the goal line and um, they're kicking a bunch of field. I don't care. And the Dallas Cowboys did that yesterday. They did that. Man, it feels good. It feels good. Usually it's feel good Friday, man. It's a feel good Monday. All right, uh, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, just stick around. Do me a favor, y'all. Stick around. I know usually Mondays on, on game days after a win is long. Stick around. We are going to really give this defense some props and the uh, cookout for sure. All right, let's get back into the phone lines. It looks like we got 352. Is this Florida in the building? Or, or, or who's 352? I don't know my area codes. Rob, that's Rob, that's Rob. It's, what's up, Rob? Hey, man, what's going on, man? Just want to give a little insight, man, on that game. Man. Sure. Uh, hats off to Cowboys, man. Hats off to them. Um, I know we talk a lot about our defense, man, but we got to give it up to Dan Quinn, man. <laughs> on on everything, man, because you, you just got to look at it. Man, it's been a long time coming. Long. Not, not to say that our defense haven't been, you know, uh, caliber-type defense. But, man, you look at from when DeMarcus Ware left and look at it now. This this is this is turning into the best defense, in my opinion, since 2000 and I'll say seven. This, 2009 this was, was good. 2008, yeah. 2009 was good. Uh, people forget that was, yeah. that was a good defense. But I'll go 2007 because T knew uh, – who was the other side? I, I, I'm having a blank. It wasn't Mike Jenkins. That was 2009. It was Mike Jenkins. Um, drawing yeah. a blank on two. But you had, you had Anthony Spencer. You had Jay Ratliff. You, you, you know, you had that group up front. Demarcus Ware. Ken Hamlin was a pro bowler. Uh, Brady James was balling out of his mind, right? You had a complimentary exactly. defense. And, and this defense, I said it in pregame, brother. I said, I need this defense to level up today. I need other players to level yeah. up. I need them to carry this offense, and they did that. And I know Cooper Rush and, and Amari Cooper in that final drive won the game, but if we're being real, Cowboys Nation, this defense is the MVP. It's, it's, it's on point. I, I don't care. And, and let's just go back to the first game, first game of the season, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Without without that push, and everybody knows that was a push, we haven't defeated 
you, but you, you but give you, us that call. You know what, though, brother? You give us that call. Man. And, and Sean and a lot of people who, who don't, you know what? Sometimes in defeat, you have to, and I said this before, I don't like moral victories. I really don't. But I said I'll give yeah. I'll give them one moral victory a year, just one. And good God, yeah. it happened on the first game, and you couldn't ask for a better game to get it. I'm sorry. I couldn't That's come away from that game upset. I couldn't. I, it's it's not, not the point of being upset. Right. But my thing is, okay, we play in a championship team. You know, first game. Everybody's watching. Okay, let's go. We finna see what the Dallas Cowboys are made of. Sure. Bro, you, you knew right then and there that game that they played against Tampa. If we can hang with Tampa like that, who's going to beat us? And, and and think about it. The interesting thing about that game is that that was the most healthiest the Cowboys have, have been this year, if you really think about it. Um, aside from Zach Martin being out, most of the defense was there. And first game with a new defensive coordinator, right? First yeah. game with all these new pieces. And I said this to Jesse. I don't necessarily think that that secondary of the team played – Horrible. Now, Anthony Brown got worked, but maybe he needed that because Anthony Brown, ladies and gentlemen, again, stay tuned to the cookout. Boy, he deserves our (laughs) praise. He deserves our praise. And one more thing before we leave. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Man, we we need a backup. Cooper Rush did his thing. Don't get me wrong. I was about to say, come on, come on, man. Come on, come come, on. Hey, drop Cooper. Drop Da Vinci or whatever his name is. Man, go sign Cam, man. Go sign Cam. Go sign Cam. Hold on. He called that man Da Vinci. <laughs> Bro, go sign Cam, please. Cowboys, sign oh, Cam, please. Oh, goodness. Nah, man, no. No signing Cam, bro. We, this, this, this is, It's too late for that, man. It's too late for that. Hey, hey, man, we need it. We need it. Hey, man, good looking out, man. Uh, enjoy your podcast, man. I hope you uh, be successful in everything you, you do, sir. man. And God bless. Thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, I'm having an absolute blast today. Y'all y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. He said, sign Kim. No, wait, sorry. listen, I, not, just because, just because my man said that, and I appreciate the call, bro. I got to play this one time. All my wrestling heads, y'all know what this means. <laughs> You know, one second, if y'all don't mind me. Just just, just the vault. It's Victory Monday. I'm having fun. Hold on. And we got some super chats. I'm going to get to y'all. So, anyone that's new, y'all know I love wrestling. And Marvel, by the way. This is my other microphone that I love to death. I love these two microphones right here. I've, I've Since I've done this, I've become a junkie. Sorry, this is bad radio for those that are running this back on the podcast. But, there you go. The Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Favorite tag team of all time. My buddy from down in Pennsylvania, Brian, he did this for me. And then on the other side, you know, the best Avenger. Iron Man on there. So, talented, man. I know some talented people. Appreciate you, bro, for doing that. I'll definitely come back to this mic, but I'm enjoying this one right now. All right, back to football. (laughs) Back to football. Uh, is oh my OG, my other OG from back home here, Antoine. What up, Twan? We'll see you down here in a couple months. Major super chats here. Super chat. I know that that deserves more than just a super chat, but Miss Charlene. 
continues to, I mean, sponsor the dang show pretty much. Appreciate the 99.99, as my guy Law would say, for your mind donation. Thank you so much. Says nothing against Gallup, but said Wilson caught a bomb and threw one. Ooh, you must have been watching the post game. He should take some snaps at QB just as a decoy, kind of like, kind of like the Drew Brees and Taysom Hill in New Orleans. Oh, this week is going to be so fun once we get the film and we start diving in some more things. Hey, Vach, we might need to get that roundtable popping this week. Um, man. I'll entertain this real quick, Miss Charlene, but we'll we'll talk a little bit more throughout the week. Oh, my pops is in the building too. What up, pops? Uh, I don't think Cedric Wilson is better than Mari Cooper, better than uh, C.D. Lamb. I don't think he's better than Michael Gallup. However, I think Cedric Wilson is our most versatile wide receiver we have. I don't necessarily think that's a hot take, though, right? He clearly can throw the rock. We've seen him do it. And I came at him this year because he was he had some mess-ups this year. But he completed a couple passes. Last year, he caught a touch, or he threw a touchdown pass. Um, he can return punts. He can be a gunner on the punt team. He can be on the kickoff team. He can be a number three receiver. He can be an X. He can be a Y. Go in the slot. There, aside from Terrence Steele, there is no other player that has stepped up more in the absence of a star or of a, a quality, high-quality starter than Cedric Wilson. There hasn't been. And I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. We did Remember we did our, our segment last week or two weeks ago? We did, what was it called, y'all? We were talking about bringing him back. Oh, re-up or let walk. I can't remember what I said about said. I can't remember, but I hope I said re-up because I didn't think that Dak was or that Gallup was going to be able to get signed at, at a reasonable price and said would. I think I did say re-up on Noah for sure. I can't remember what I said about um, said Wilson, but, man, it's going to be hard to let him walk if he doesn't price himself out. All right? Some more Super Chats. Super Chat. My guy, Woody, man. Got to see you down back at uh, Texas Live again, uh, Woody. Cowboys 6-1, baby, and are not slowing down. I'm enjoying the ride. Man, I can't not. This is a beautiful ride. I believe there was another one. I don't want to miss you. Okay, I didn't miss you. All right, cool, cool. Got to all the all the super chats. But um, let's get back into the phone lines. They are absolutely blown up here. Oh, okay. We got a special, special one here. Now let me tell you something. Oh, head, I'm about to bring you up in here. You need to let me know before I even unmute you. Do I need to go get my cross? Do we need to all about, you know what? I'm not even going to ask you. Can we all bow our heads? Old head is about to enter the chat. Let's all bow our heads and say a prayer. Dear Lord, please allow old head to come through with his positive energy and put out the positive vibes in Cowboys Nation. Please. Please keep away all that negative energy. Please keep the devil away. Amen. I owe here. What you got for us, man? Hey, I was. How'd you know I was going to ask you where you're preaching Sunday? 
And I, I was fixing to send, I was fixing to send a check to the collection plate, man. My man, I, I'm having it's, it's it's a victory Monday today. It's a it's another beautiful victory. I feel good. I feel good. I I am I'm, well, yeah, I, I am getting a little bit long winded. My my apologies, Cowboys Nation. No, that's okay. I, hey, I appreciate the intro, but I was a little surprised because you got a lot better regular callers on here than me. I just appreciate that I have my own little. You know, if I can represent the senior citizens of the world calling calling the, the magnificent sky, I I'm cool. I, I just was you gonna are, tell you, you know, we need to warm we need to turn the turn the heater on in the baptismal and, and, and fill up the cups and get out the communion wafers and just you know, and then you started <laughs> talking about going to church and I'm going, Hey, yeah this, the boy the the young man and I are on the same wavelength today, so you know, it is a it is a positive day. Real you, quick, oh No, nah, real quick, oh Real quick, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go, brother. Hold on. I, I have fun with you because I like to make people part of the show. As you see, you know, there's everyone has, you know, they're, they're, I know their names and things like that that call in. I try to save them. I, I, I like to make you a part of the show, but I ain't gonna hold you, man. I was getting a little worried no, I, when Greg Zerline missed. I was I, getting a little scared, O'Head, that you might have you might have a little hex over us. A hex? Oh no, no, no! I'm just, I try. You know what you tell me on certain times is keeping it real. Yeah. And I heard, I heard, I heard my my bud, Tampa Tampa trucker Tony, yeah, talking Tampa Tony. about me earlier, and uh, and, and I thought well, I had to give him a shout out because he was nice to me on my birthday the other day, and mm. uh, that all went real well. And then all the kids came home healthy after after Halloween, so that all went well too. But you know, it is a positive day. Everything went right, and when it all goes right, you know the stars are in alignment and all's right with the world. Um, and right now, I'm not going to go into what all the other teams are doing to get coached up on Cooper Rush because you know they are. Sure. But this one game, Cooper pulled it off. He was a he was a Clint Longley. So far, he's a one-time wonder. But if he can do it again, I hope he doesn't have to. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, we I don't hope want that him to. Healthy. Rem- <laughs> and we never have to worry about this again. But remember <laughs> what we talked about, Ohio. We talked about all we need for one or two games. I believe that the team can rally around Cooper Rush. Now, if Dak had to miss well, four, right. six, seven games, but but I don't I don't want to do the whole right thing. I'm not that guy. I don't like to be that guy. I, I like I, we. But, but as I mean, a that's col- your job. You, you're you're supposed to be right most of the time, and if once in a once out of a hundred you're wrong, you admit it, and that's that's a that's an admirable quality. Well, I, but technically, I was wrong yesterday. Is, I, 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 what, I didn't stick to my me, conviction. What worries me a little bit is the kids that get hurt. <laughs> you know, you hate seeing. And I, I say kids out of respect because no, they are kids you know, compared the to the other day. I just yeah. turned seventy, so these youngsters are kids to me. <clears throat> some of them, literally, I I get you some water, drink some water, bro. When when they were in high school down here in East Texas, like <clears throat> and um, you know, it, and so they are kids, and I still look at them like my own. I mean, you know, Adrian Peterson is from Palestine, so. You know, it hadn't. It doesn't seem like that many years ago that I was watching him play for you know down here at Palestine High School. Um, so you know, I, I do go way back. But the main thing is Cooper had a great game. The defense had a great game. But let's let me let me take exception with one thing you said a while ago, and All it's right, not a negative. Sixty seconds, brother. It's not a negative. I think that Ted Wilson is a bona fide number three. And he needs to be recognized as a bona fide number three now because who, who's that? I'm sorry, got, got, I, 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 who'd you say? 
Seb, Seb Wilson okay. brings, I think, okay. more – he brings more intangibles to the table than Gallup. Gallup's got speed, but Seb can do so many things. Uh, he proved it last night, you know. He may not he may not have the speed that Gallup does. He may not, you know, have the one or two things that the other guys do, but he puts it all in the same package. And I think if I had to sign one or the other right now, if I only had money to sign either Gallup or Seb Wilson, I would keep Seb Wilson because he's he's healthier, he stays healthier, uh, he's more durable, and he always seems to have that that fifth gear to kick it into. Yeah. And, and I'm not against Gallup. Don't get me wrong. Gallup's no. done some wonderful things. Hey, but, you say some good things would, right now. I would rather have said can said can go in at the X, at the Y, at the slot. He can do. He can do it all, and you know those Ohio State kids. I, you know, I lived in in Columbus for a little while, and they just always seem to. It's kind of like Alabama. They always seem to pick to find the cream of the crop, and then they send them all to the NFL. But indeed, getting back to Cooper, uh, and, Cooper and, had his in closing. In closing, and and the the uh, the thing the thing that worries me. We need to figure out how to get our, our biggest safety, move him up to linebacker to, to back up the guys that are there already because Jabril apparently – I didn't know that Jabril was out until this morning yeah. for sure. Yeah, towards ACL according to reports. Yeah, and that and that means, like you said, he's not going to be back until maybe <clears throat> mini camps. <clears throat> and I'm starting to get a cough, so I'll hey, talk hey, to hey, you oh, Yeah, go get some water, old hit. We, we need you to call back in. Sure, I got to call. I'll talk to you later, man. Go Cowboys. Bye-bye. All right, all right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Peace. Oh, let me drink some water for him. Whoa. See, that's what happens when you don't take a breath, old head. Got to take a breath, man. Got to take a breath. You know, that's what I love about my show. It's like y'all are characters as well. Y'all are part of this show. Y'all are absolutely a part of this show. I love the chat, man. Oh, this is fun. Um, all right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get two five. You know, I want to do this three. I don't know what this is. This must be an out of country number. I want to get this out of country number, then two five four because I think I might know two five four. I can't remember, but state your name and I can bring you in two five four. But I'm gonna get this this number right here. I think it's out of country, and then we get your plates. Go go run to the corner store. No. Chop up some macaroni, you know. You got to make something and bring to the cookout because we're going to get to the cookout. Uh, I don't even know how to say this number, man, but 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 33299, what's up? Hello? Yeah, yeah, where you calling from? Hey, do you hear me? I, I can hear you. Who, who am I speaking with? From France. Oh, it's Philippe. Hey, this dude's a star yeah. on, on the dot com. What's up, Philippe? I'm I'm fine. How about them Cowboys, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to. Uh, I'm. Uh, I get to tell you that I'm the uh, the one who's calling from time to time. Uh, DallasCowboys.com, the, yes. the different podcast. Yeah, you you're know? a star over there. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm just a. I'm I'm just one of the many uh, Cowboys fans around the world. You know. So, uh, I want to say a few things. Uh, I love the, um, the wishbone look the hawk. we had. 
in uh, at the beginning of the game, and I loved what they uh, what uh, Kellen Moore made with it, run and pass. It was mm-hmm. great. I loved it. And uh, uh, a point, uh, I said something else. Uh, uh, if we had number four, we would have oh. killed the Vikings. The blew them out because of all the one-on-one on the outside, where. Uh, the wide receivers, uh, Cooper, uh, Gallup, uh, no, Gallup, uh, CD, uh, they were wide open. It was unbelievable. And uh, from the, the wishbone posi- uh, look, uh, have you noticed how LC looked nasty and hungry? Oh, yeah, LC definitely looked like he had something to prove, yeah. It was great. It was great. And uh, uh, to close out, uh, shout out to the defense. Even uh, I thought LV had a, a pretty good game, being uh, uh, where, he needed, uh, where he needed to be. And uh, that's, uh, that's all for today. Uh, take care and be safe. Thanks, Go Cowboys. Bye-bye. Appreciate you, man. All the way from France. I think that's always awesome when we get that. Because we get some sweet potato pie coming, cool, cool whip. Uh, April says she's bringing a chicken salad. All right. All right. Last one before we get to the cookout, and then we'll get back to the phone lines. 254, what it is, what it do? What it do, Scott LG254 in the building. What's good, man? LG, what up, man? What's going on, man? I hope you enjoyed your birthday last week, man. Hey, listen, enjoyed my birthday last week, and then I, all I did was ask for the Cowboys to get me a victory. That's all I wanted from Dallas was to get me a victory, and they got it, man. Hey, they sure did, man. Hey, I got a quick, I got a couple things real quick. First, uh, first off, just like Phillip said, could you imagine if Dak was playing in this game? <laughs> the, the the coverages they were given, uh, Cooper missed a lot I, of throws. I was going to say there was some a deep throws he missed. Lot. Oh my goodness, he missed a lot of throws, and and he was trying to get the tight ends involved, but it just it just wasn't working for him. So, ah, uh, that, that I mean, other than that, but I'm happy that he played the way he did. He won, he won the game, and that's all that matters. But a little bit of uh, uh something I noticed is Justin Hamilton, man, man, you might have something in Justin Hamilton right there in that middle. That might be the plug that you need right there, man. Justin Hamilton and Watkins kind of showed up. Watkins bit, so has surpassed would, my expectations this year. Absolutely, man. And uh, we got to give love to A.B. and Jordan Lewis. They were laying the wood, man. They were coming out, laying the wood. When the receivers caught the ball, they were tackled right then and there, man. Got to give them their flowers, man. Absolutely. Got to give them their I, flowers. I mean, maybe the most okay. impactful game from J. Lou this year. Yes, yes, sir. And my final thought is, can you imagine once we get D-Law rolling and Gallimore, if he shows any type of uh, a promise of what he showed last year? And we got to throw in Tristan goes, Hill. Tristan Hill. If you get any of those, and that's the one out of the three, if they play anything to what they shown last year, I think this defense goes from good to almost being elite, man. Nice. And I think that's what they're missing is a is a is a, a, a pass rush as of Anthony Spencer and D. Ware, and you got Ratliff in the middle. I think this defense can have that with 
stellar corner play and better linebacker play. I, I really think that this defense can go to the next level, man. Yeah, we're missing that I that really consistent, do. steady presence. Oppo of uh, almost said Demarcus Ware again. That ninety four man opposite of Randy Gregory. Oh, uh, yesterday Terrell Basham and Dorrance Armstrong. I think they played their best games of the year as well. Uh, but but D Law is a different animal. And if you get you know when you when you get him back. And then you get Neville Gallimore back with Tristan Hill. Now you got three guys in Gallimore, Osa, and Tristan who can give you some quick penetration up the middle, and it's going to make things a lot easier for those edge guys. Absolutely, man. And that corner that was opposite of T. New, I think, was Jock Reeves, man. Re- Jock Reeves. Really? I remember. Jock I remember Jock. Re- Jock. I remember Jock Reeves, Jock Reeves under Parcells. Jones. Yeah, I remember Jock Reeves and Nate right. Jones under Parcells. But I, you sure it wasn't Anthony Henry? I think Henry was under Parcells, Anthony, too, though. I think Henry was under Parcells, but uh. Jock Reeves replaced Anthony Henry. It was him and Nate Jones. That I was think that, you're uh, right. That was I, that one year. I think you're right, because yeah. I'm, I'm remembering the game against uh, – remember when the Cowboys and the Packers played? They both were 10-1. and one. I think Favre got hurt in the middle of the game, came out, and Aaron Rodgers came in. I want to say Nate Jones or Jock, Jock Reeves got an interception. Right, I think, so. I think it was Jock Reeves. Jock Reeves was could uh, be wrong. I, just, I, could I, be I, wrong. I fairly it was remember him. that. But okay. man, hey, go Cowboys! Hey, I appreciate you, Sky man. Hey, happy holidays, man. Yes, sir. It's good to be a Cowboy. Good to be a Cowboy. All right, man. My man, appreciate you. Yeah. All right, man. It's time to hit that cookout. We got we got some praises we got to sing to folks. We, we we got some praises we have to sing. Uh, all across the entire team. Honestly, it's more of a family reunion, y'all. It feels like it's it's going to be more of a family reunion. So get your water, get your coffee, get whatever you need to get. Get your 40, get your drink. Let's hit this cookout right quick. Who is at the grown folk table for Sky? Now, this is not, this is not, this ain't an extended grown folk table. I still got to keep it at the grown folk table, but I invite a lot of people to the cookout. Whole lot of people to this cookout today, y'all. Start off at the top. Cooper Rush. I got to put Cooper Rush. I got to put him there, man. That, That performance he had at the end of the game. I think didn't just give him confidence moving forward for the rest of the year or probably his career, but it should have gave Dallas Cowboys nation real confidence that if he needs to play at the very least, you know, you got a shot. And if it comes down to crunch time, we've seen him get it done. It's important to have that. So I got to give Cooper rush some confidence there. Or I got to get, put him at the grown folk table. Michael Parsons. Listen, y'all. Y'all know me. I've been waving. I would love to see Micah play linebacker majority of the snaps and then rush the passer. This is why. They went up against a really good run scheme and and an elite running back. And I think due to Micah Parsons, for the most part, is the reason why that run game could not get going. He met... Dalvin Cook or, 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 or Madison, whoever the hell, Alexander Madison was running the ball. He met them, it seemed to be, every single time. Every single time. Ten tackles. 
I'm sorry, 11 tackles, 10 solo, four tackles for loss, and a QB hit. In fact, Bobby Belt put out a great stat on Micah Parsons. And I'm trying to find it here as we talk because it was it was an amazing stat. He made some history. Micah Parsons is the only NFL player in NFL history, I'm sorry, with 40 tackles, 10 quarterback hits, and two passes to defend through his first seven games. He's special. He's special. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott didn't have a, a crazy statistical game. He didn't need to. Look at the stats. You'll see 16 carries, 50 yards, only 3.1 yards per carry. But we knew going into this game, they were going to load up the box on Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. But he had some clutch, clutch pass pro plays. And then obviously the clutchest play of them all, the third and 11 for a first down. Ezekiel Elliott, with your hair pins or hair curls in there, deserves to be at that grown folk table. Micah just made the grown He probably just turned 22, 21, so you know. He legal now. Amari Cooper, man. Amari Cooper, what? I mean, he just continues to do it. No matter, no matter who the quarterback is, eight receptions, 122 yards, the game-winning touchdown. And if we talk about Zeke having the most clutch play, Maybe the most important play prior to that, not maybe, it is, was Amari Cooper's circus catch for the 33 yards. And then they came right back to Amari Cooper for 18 more yards. Have a day, Amari Cooper. And if you look at the cookout right behind Cooper Rush to his left and right, right to his left, you'll see one Anthony Brown just chilling in the cut. Fitting to go on that walk with Jordan Lewis. And yes, Justin Hamilton. Mm -hmm. All three of those guys deserve to be mentioned. Jordan Lewis had, I think, his best game of the year. I thought he was just kind of quietly just Jordan Lewis, right? Just whatever. But he made himself felt. He had five tackles in his game, some big stops, and he had a quarterback hit. Anthony Brown, five tackles, two passes defended, and really... I didn't see him get, get now. He could got beaten. It just didn't go his way. One time. One time he, he got beat real bad and he actually won his way and they overthrew it. But I, I can't expect perfection from Anthony Brown. And Justin Hamilton, ladies and gentlemen, he was making a lot of splash plays. A lot of splash plays. He had three tackles, two solo, a quarterback hit. And if you go back and look at that last drive for the Vikings. He was a factor. He was a factor. So that's the cookout, guys. I felt these these players needed to be featured. You, you You could easily argue said Wilson should be up here. Right? You could easily argue coaches could be up here. All of them. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy cooking. You know, he got the chancletas on. He cooking. Uh, Dwight said, I'm bugging. I ain't got Randy up. There. I told you it's going to be some people. Y'all going to be upset. I ain't got up there. But Randy, Randy deserves it. He was, he was, he had another ridiculous pressure game with the sack, obviously. Uh, and it was a fumble. They just recovered it. But yeah, Randy Gregory deserves to be mentioned as well, without a doubt. I feel like at this point, there's certain guys that just, 
I feel like it just always had to cook out. And Randy is putting himself in that mix, for sure. All right, real quick, Super Chat, then we get back to the phone line. Super Chat. Uh-oh, B-Bird. Are you getting messy on Monday, B-Bird? I ain't finished reading. Zeke versus Pollard. Did y'all see that miss block that rush? Okay, that rush damn near got killed. Just imagine if that was Dak. There's more to it than running. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also kind of was... That was definitely Pollard missed that block. But I, I, I wish that Coop, Cooper Rush had a little bit more of awareness. I feel like he completely missed that there was a blitz coming on that end. Uh, but nonetheless, he's your backup. What we say, we need everyone to elevate their games. Pollard didn't on that play. And he got rocked. He got rocked. All right, back into the phone lines. I'm actually going to lock them after this call because they are super stacked. Uh, three, four, seven. What it is, what it do? My guy, Young Jedi, what's good? What's up? Is this David? Yes, it's Dave. What's up, Dave? Listen, Cooper Rush, man. He did what we expected him. No, he balled out. No, I'm not lying. He balled out. And, you know, there was a question mark. <laughs> there was a question mark where, you know, what's Cooper Rush going to do? Did you expect Cooper Rush to do that? Nah, nah, nah. No, I, I nah, told we- you. I. <laughs> I had no expectations from the, from the guy in in this situation. I thought this was too big of a moment. Uh, started out that way, but he, he brought he came he brought it together, and now I, my confidence is, is is very different in Cooper Rush. Okay, well, well you know we we we, we have our uh, Iron Man coming back, so you know we 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 don't we 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 don't have to anticipate or expect Cooper Rush to even duplicate that great feat he had last night. But my thing that defense for Micah, Micah, Micah. Yes, sir. Held Dalvin Cook. Held Dalvin Cook. They, 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 Scott, that defense was just off the hook. Off the hook, and we're not 100. We're not, we're not 100. 100. Best game of the year. Best game, yes, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. A, a close second, well, I would say ranking that first game against Tampa, they showed up, so you know it was unexpected what they did. They they balled out, and you know they they went blow for blow. And I, I would I would rank that those two up there, those two up there. And we uh, once again we're gonna see more because Floyd's gonna come back. We're gonna line up the Broncos. We might end them up. They, they asked him up. after the game, and and he said, "Oh man, I'm, I'm good to go. I think Dak is ready to get back out there. Uh, we'll, we'll monitor that all week, obviously." Right. Right. Yeah, man. You know that I, I was I was at the end of my seat. You know, David Woods was you know getting the interception, putting hats on Cooper. And one thing I, I would say, a reference to uh, someone in the, in the chat was like, um, well, the super chat Zeke versus TP, where TP missed that block. That would have probably had the ball out, so that would have probably that would have got hit like that. So the ball would have been on the chance. Cooper Rush was holding it because he, yeah. he 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 wasn't ready. Well, he's not. Well, I think it was it was more so the awareness. Like like I, I think majority of that is on Tony Pollard, but I have to put some of the blame on the quarterback because you're responsible for finding the blitz as well. Um, and that just goes with with experience. He doesn't have any, so he missed it, and it was a costly one. But the defense stepped up. Right. What up, Reese? Well, well, our defense is going to only get better. Only. Only get better, you know. We may have a little, a little Nixon cut going on, but uh, again, I'm glad we have him early. Yeah. Because when it comes to crunch time, we won't go. We're gonna be healthy 100. percent 
And we're going to go get this, man. We're going to go get this. Indeed. Young Jedi, thank you for taking my call, my guy. I'm going to get out your way. Salute. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm enjoying you. Thanks, and, yo, brother. one thing. You and Vox, y'all intros, y'all get me amped before the show starts. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That That's what I like to do. Y'all know me. It's the morning, so I got to bring, bring energy regardless. But I like to bring energy to you guys in the morning and wake you up a little bit. All right, my man. Peace. All right, brother. Enjoy some energy. Yes, sir. Got to bring some energy to the thing, yeah? Got to bring some energy. Yeah, this defense is turn. It seems to be turning the corner, man. They had nine quarterback hits yesterday. Um, only one sack. But again, we—if you go back and watch the show, we got to go back. But we talked about it last week, where you're not going to sack Kirk Cousins a lot because he gets the ball out. Um, and you saw Kirk Cousins starting to press big time due to the hits due to the pressures and he just didn't have time or the confidence to get downfield into his, into his deeper read. So everything started to come underneath. And I was like, thank you. And, and then the Vikings stopped running the ball. And I'm like, thank you. Um, and they just put it together, man. The Cowboys defense put it together. All right. Let's lock this thing up here. Uh, Trey said, address the CD lamb versus Justin Jefferson. I, I'm not going to knock Justin. He had a bad game yesterday. It was worse. In fact, the Cowboys, that was the worst game of his career, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, y'all know me. If I, I said this before. If Ford doesn't get hurt last year, he's the rookie of the year. But that's no knock to Justin Jefferson. But he had a thou, just about 1,000 yards with Danucci and Dalton and Gilbert throwing him the rock. Um, but come on. We know C.D. Lamb was wide receiver one coming out. But Justin Jefferson's a beast in his own right. A beast in his own right. Um, let's get Drummer Cam in the building. What's up, Drummer Cam? Hey, what's up, Sky? How's it going, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm great. That was a hellacious game to watch last night. Uh, I was never scared the entire time. Hey, I was wrong. Dak didn't play. That's all right. Cooper uh, Rush came in. <laughs> And the team, that was a team and coach win. Yes. I was sitting about thinking about that. Like, is this a team win or is this a coach win? I'm all, like, all nah, of the above. Both. It's both. Because the, the coach said, Kellen Moore should be at that cookout. I'm just saying. Kellen Moore should be at that cookout. Uh, you ain't lying. <laughs> he at the grown folks table. Dan uh, Quinn, too. Because he, he's, I mean, look, my favorite thing I saw came out last night, that the winning game drive, uh, you know, after Zeke made that that incredible run, breaking three tackles, um, getting what fifteen yards, something like that. Yeah. And we come back and we throw a fade, and I'm like, yes, yes, bring me that fade ball, bring me that fade ball for the red zone. We start getting that going. You don't know who the fuck we're gonna throw it to. We're gonna throw it to Zeke, or we're gonna throw it to '88. We're gonna throw it to '19. Said, I mean, it doesn't matter. And when Michael Gallup get back, he's a beast in the red zone with that Gallup, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. We can throw that all over the place. So I'm, I'm good. I'm, I was excited to see yet again, we get in the red zone and we throw a fade. I was, I was ecstatic to see that um, big, 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 big point on this game though, uh, on this defense, right? Yep. Third down efficiency. Yes. Minnesota third down efficiency was 7%. One for 13. Uh, the Cowboys last did that in like 2003. I think I saw it from Bobby. Nuts! Like you, you, you're not going to win games if you're not getting the, one of the third down battle. Like it, it just is what it is. So 
And then on the I other side, they won, they won 50%. That's pretty damn good against a solid defense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were 50%. Yep, yep. Uh, we, we still won the time of possession battle. Um, and I still, uh, you know, I still can't believe that – I was shocked by how well A.B. played. I mean, Jefferson was held to nothing and, you know, virtually nothing. And, and Thielen had 78 yards. Right and a touchdown. Okay. And most of that like, was in the it was in the first drive. Then that broken fourth and one, not broken, the fourth and one play where Diggs, yeah. who by the way may have had his worst game of the year, and you still had to, held him to sixteen points. That's 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 amazing. Yeah. Oh man, it was great. Um, great team win, man. I was excited. Uh, I was like, I wasn't scared. Came in halftime. Jumped on uh, watching live. And I was like, I'm not scared, man. We're we're gonna we got this. We got this, and we came through, man. I'm I'm over Jason Garrett era. This is not that team. This is not that administration. This is not that football org anymore. We are different, and we are taking this to the ball, and we're gonna eat like we've never eaten before. It is going to be fantastic, and I cannot wait for that shit because all of us need to get together and have a massive Super Bowl party. <laughs> we talked about I was talking about that with Vach and Law when they was down here. I, I, listen, man, it would be awesome. Hey, Jim McCain, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. You too. He said it, man. This ain't, this ain't yesterday's Cowboy. Somebody else said it in there as well. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yesterday's price is not today's price. In the words of Joey Crack, this ain't yesterday's Cowboys. And all these talking heads, I don't. Again, I, I, I hardly watch these shows. Um, when they, when they talk Cowboys, I tune in sometimes when they don't talk Dallas. Uh, just just for entertainment purposes, I don't like to tune in when they talk da- Cowboys because they don't know what the hell they're talking about half the time. Um, but I am interested. I mean, I'm interested to see if there's going to be some weird caveat because, you know, as the Cowboys keep rolling, it, it the, the the scapegoat or it's not even a scapegoat. The guy they keep getting on is Mike McCarthy. I, I, what can you say now? I don't understand. They're winning without their tackles. They're winning without their, their wide receivers. They're winning without a plethora of defensive guys. They're winning uh, without their – now they won without their quarterback. They're winning on the road. They're winning despite ridiculous amount of penalties – Backs against the wall, they just continue to keep winning. You got to give Mike some credit. Uh, four seven nine, what it is, what it do? Hey guys, Chase from Arkansas, man, how you doing? What's up, Chase? All the way from Arkansas. <laughs> However you want to call it, man. <laughs> I just wanted to talk to you about uh, all the all the shenanigans one get placed with a rookie player that seems to be playing out of his mind last night, that one Michael Parsons. Ooh, boy, Tasmanian so, devil. So <clears throat> I listened to Sean and RJ in the morning because I work nights as a cop and I get off and I first thing I do is I turn on their show, then I turn on yours. Awesome. And so, yeah, so I uh, I hear RJ just every single time. He's like, don't know why they're wasting his talent, wasting his talent at, at linebacker. And then uh, Sean would be like, well, he did just have 11 tackles. Wait a minute. Ten of them solo. Wait a minute. And they complained about his game? She was a Sean? Or which one complains? No. Our, so RJ, was, he, RJ is just dead adamant that he should be edge rusher nothing else. 
Jeez. That's all he cares about. So he's saying that over and over, and it made me think. I'm like, well, the way I think it is, you got a, a known commodity in Randy Gregory, pro, a probable uh, pro bowler this year, um, if not more. Um, you got Michael Parsons, who is a rookie, needs to have things boiled down to him to in the most basic way, although he has the propensity to learn and do all these jobs. Just don't get him burned out on doing any of them. Um, I would say keep him at middle linebacker where he was. The conference has been unlocked. Where he can be around the ball the most is what the way I see it. And I, so I would keep him at middle linebacker, and I would have him on passing downs. Then you can get him get a rush, get I mean, a blitz up the A or B gap. I thought and that then, I thought that was, you know, a pretty obvious thing, right? Like, like guys, yeah. he's your best linebacker. He's not your best pass yeah. rusher. And I think people got really excited, and that's no knock on Micah. People got really excited after he beat Storm Norton. He whooped his ass, and after he beat you know, Andre Dillard, right? Like, they got really excited. Move him to defense and full time. And then what at linebacker? <laughs> exactly. And I think I think the conference has been locked. A poster board type thing for that exact purpose. I think that you see the productivity you can get out of somebody who runs a 4-3, can go side to side and forward and backwards. It's and, not that and difficult to me. You knew that whenever uh, Kirk Cousins knew whenever he was going to scramble that 11 was going to be there somewhere. And I think that's that's a scary thing for a quarterback to have to think about, especially the quick ones like we have Kyler Murray coming up in the not-too-distant not too future. That's something you got him an end. He is now half of the field is – I mean, he can't doesn't have to worry about it because he's stuck on the end. But if you have him at linebacker, you can spy he, Murray. The yeah. quarterback always has to account. Yeah, the quarterback has to always account for where's eleven at. Mm. And I, I will, I will say this right now: our run game will only be as good as our coaches allow Michael Parsons to be a linebacker. linebacker. I, I one hundred percent agree with you. If you said you listened to the show, you know that's how I feel. Um, I, I, I don't want to pigeonhole him at either position, but there are, I guess there's a group of people who believe you should just move him to defensive end. I think that would be a, 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 a huge mistake, especially now that you're, you're just body wise down two linebackers. Obviously you don't miss Jalen Smith in my opinion, uh, but that's a body that's gone. And now Jabril Cox is gone. So you're, you're starting to lose bodies at, at the back position and, and real quick, if I may, if there was a position I would look to grab right now in a trade for cheap, it would be linebacker. We need some depth. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, it's not just them. I mean, hell, Jeff Cavanaugh, you know him. He's put out uh, content where yeah, he's Jeff more favorable too. because he believes he believes that the pass rusher is one of the more high-profile spots to fill. So if you have somebody that can fill that gap, well, he, go ahead and do it. But I'm saying at the same time, so you're telling me you could possibly get – a Von Miller type linebacker. When you, based on his play, he plays like a Bobby Wagner, that's even faster. He so. I, hey, I'm 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 gonna finish the call. I'm gonna finish this up off off air, bro, or off the call. I appreciate the call, brother. Really do, and the support. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Later. Thanks, man. He's. Here's the thing: we got to stop doing, and I said this about about Trevon 
Um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You want to be compared to greats. But Micah is going to be the first Micah, in my opinion. He, he's, he's, he's different. We, long ago on, um, on Boss's show, right after the draft, they were like, who you want to compare him to? I said, man, I really don't want to do a comparison because I, I can't think of anybody that's like him. I brought up Patrick Willis when he you know, told me, well, who you, who you got? But even that, like, he's just he's just a different, different talent. And I truly believe keeping him at backer helps against the run game when you go up against these type of run games. Um, and then you can rush him from anywhere on the field, be it at end or be it at at linebacker, but because Armstrong came back and Basham is getting it together, they didn't have the need to put him at the LOS. And once Demarcus Lawrence gets here, you're going to have so much elite talent in that front seven now between Micah and Randy and 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 D Law. And I'll give it about a year or two, and maybe Oso will start putting himself in that category as elite talent. Um, let me get my. Oh, where'd you go? There you go. Is, is this DMV? DMV, do I got What's you, brother? On, What's up, DMV, yes, man? I, I had to get you in here, man. Real quick, let me give, let me just real quick, if you don't mind. A couple of donations I didn't get to. You were one. Super chat. And Drummer Cam was one. Um, Drummer Cam said we need to get that roundtable going. Super chat. Appreciate you, man. What's up, DMV? How you doing, brother? AKA Zeke. <laughs> yeah, I was actually gonna call in. If you ain't know my number was seven zero three, I was gonna be like, "It's Zeke." I mean, DMV. <laughs> I, I did. I didn't. So if you did that, I had a little little kick out of that. What's up, though? Yeah, uh, nothing much, man. You know, I was actually thinking, and just like you, I was going into the game. Actually, I didn't. I didn't expect very much from Cooper Rush, um, and, and I didn't even know if we were gonna win the game. And to be honest, with the way that the division is. Um, it's more so about making sure that four is healthy enough for the long haul. Yeah. Because we know that this is a championship type team, and really, uh, these type of games build character. Absolutely. And last night was a character win. Uh, the New England game was a character win, and so I kind of wanted to pose this question coming up with um, Denver next week. Is that another week? that you would sit back and let him rest up being that we have four games in 18, I mean, four games in 18 days. I I said this last week and I, and I don't know that I want to, um, I don't, I don't want to waffle, but I guess yesterday's price is not today's price, right? Right. We got more, exactly. da- yeah, we, we, we got more data now. Um, hmm. I don't like to take games for granted. I don't. But I will say this: if is if Dak Prescott is not completely back in the the training staff, if they have any reservation, I feel a lot more comfortable sitting Dak Prescott. If there is no reservations, right, then then obviously you play Dak. But there, if there's any reservation, I'll sit. I'll sit Dak Prescott. Yeah, because one thing I'm looking at right now is looking at our games coming up. We got Denver, Atlanta, this week, and then we got Atlanta at home, and then you got both the games and the Raiders. Exactly, and then I look at, you know, we're three and a half games up on the Eagles. Like, yeah, we could be fighting for home field, but it's very early to be thinking about home field, to be honest. We kind of want to keep get better as the season goes. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I, I get it. It's Here's, here's the thing. Four, it's it's not four. too early to think about yeah. it from a team perspective where, like, that's the goal, but it's it's way too early. And let me, let me just say this real quick for all these people out there talking about we need to root for the – Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Tampa Bay. We need to root for the Washington Washingtons to beat the Arizona. No. 
Did, what yeah. happened yesterday with the Saints losing to beating the Bucks and with the the Cardinals losing to the Packers? That's why you don't need to root for division rivals to beat those top teams in October. There was two. There's so much football left. They're going to lose games. You just focus on you and handle your business. The rest will, will fall as it may. So um, I think yeah, we should think home field, but not an aspect of well. I hope the Eagles beat the Packers. I'm sorry, it's too early for that. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not one of those guys that hope that division rivals win games. Hell no. I hope they all burn. <laughs> right. That's just me. Facts. Because now, years of trash talk. Now, if we get down games, to December, games, it's a different story. Yeah. So, Flo. But, yeah, I was more so just thinking about load management of the quarterback because, I mean, last night, I don't know if I, if anybody else felt like this, but I felt like, I, I I really think we're a championship caliber team. And I know it's early to think that. No, but bro. Overcome adversity. It's and not battle tested. It's not early. Go, go check out my, my my opening to this show. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will because I came on in the middle and I just wanted to make sure you know that I, I talked about this you know with you while I got on here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, character wins matter, man. And I mean, just think. With winning a game with Cooper Rush, it was a complete team win last night. The New England game was a team win. We're learning how to win as a team. So, yeah. you know, big ups to everybody. So, my man, appreciate you, DMV. I appreciate you. Make sure y'all check out DMV. Let them know where they can find you, bro. Oh, yeah, he left. I think it's DMV Fanatic on YouTube. Um, Beginning of the year, I was asking asking the defense to finish, right? I want, one of the things I wanted to see coming into the year was play better against good quarterbacks, then eventually beat good quarterbacks. They played, they fought against Tom, and then they beat a good quarterback to me and um, Sakasa name over there, Herbert. And Justin Herbert, um, Kirk Cousins again. If you do what you could do to Kirk Cousins yesterday, he becomes an average quarterback. But for a majority of, of the league that can't do that, he is a, a decent quarterback. But you beat him, and you beat him soundly. If they're not the top-tier quarterbacks and you can beat good quarterbacks soundly and bad quarterbacks, you can whoop on them, that is a, 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 a testament to how good you are as a team and a defense, by the way, and a defense. All right, let's get through these, man. I'm going to get through them. I know me. 210, what's up? What up, guys? Jacob, man. It's who? It's, it's Jacob. Oh, Jacob, what's up, Jacob? Let me get you in there. What's up, man? Hey. So I'm just calling it real quick. I know he didn't play yesterday, but I still want to give my props to Zach, man, because we heard over the week that his grandmother passed away. Yeah. He was still out there in Minnesota supporting his team. And, I mean, he, man, when, when Coop threw that touchdown that to uh, to Cooper at the end of the game, Zach was hopping up and down like his cap wasn't even hurting. He, he ran him oh. down and after the game to congratulate him. Yeah. Man, like you know, kudos to Dak, man. You know, and he's for sure at my barbecue. Uh, and then one more thing, um, CD. Had, did you hear about? Did you see about his fines that he was getting for like having oh his God. jersey untucked and all that? Stuff? I don't even feel bad because CD, see, CD, he, he young, you know. And here I am talking about young, and y'all probably like, well, Sky, you young. Depending who you are, I'm young. Um, CD Lamb tripping, dog. Tuck your damn shirt in yeah. there. Put your socks up. Why are you giving the the, the league free money back? Right, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, I saw the fines. Yeah, that's everything for if it's a Dallas Cowboy man, they're after you. You know. I mean, you know, I mean, I yes, 
the penalties I have more problem with than the fines. The fines are stuff you know going into the game. Now, the wave, right? That wave, that was bull crap. Game is over. Absolutely ridiculous. And I promise you, if uh, Josh Allen doesn't get fined, he did, he, did a, he did a wave as well. If he doesn't get fined, then not only, this is, might not just be a Cowboys situation. This, this might be something more than that. Yeah, well, I'm just still because, I mean, we saw that Giants game. They still have yet to do anything to, the, to Tony for throwing a punch at KZ. Uh, I th- you know, I, no, no, I think that, Tony, that, Tony got pretty... fine. Tony got fine. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got fine. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. probably, I, I missed that. So, okay, well, that's my fault then. And one more thing, okay. I'm going to be out there for that for that Broncos game on Sunday. You, you going to be at Texas Life? What? Come on, man. And God willing, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm there every, every game we there, man, every game. I'm be honest with y'all, Cowboys Nation. I missed y'all, man. Yesterday, it was real light. It was real light, I think, because it was an away game. It was a night game, and it was on um, – it was on Sunday. I'm sorry. It was on Halloween. So kids trick or treating and things like that. Uh, it wasn't yeah. as lit. I'm gonna be real with you. It wasn't as lit for that game. But home games are a different animal. Um, so I'm expecting to see y'all come out and show out for the, for the Broncos game uh, at AT and T. Okay, for sure. Yeah, my my pops. It's his first time. I don't know if he's on the chat or not, but I I showed him your show over the weekend. He oh, was wow. like, yeah, I gotta. I, I got to get on to it, so I'm, hopefully I hit you and Jesse up for Texas Adam with my pops and, you know, get going. Yeah, man. Hey, pops, if you're watching, man, I appreciate it, man. And listen, everybody put their pops and their moms and their friends onto the show. And, let's <laughs> make again, let's make this thing grow. Let's make this thing the best Cowboys morning show in the land. Let's do it. For sure. All right, man. I'll hit you up later, Sky. Take care. Thanks, Jacob. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Bye. Let me get my guy James in the building. What's up, James? Sky, what's happening, baby? <laughs> Happy Free Monday. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? Oh, man. It feels so good mm, to be six and one. Oh, my goodness. I know Cowboys haters, they wake up every day. They be going to sleep. They be saying they pray saying at night. Do Lord Jesus, if this is anything that you have ever done, if you just let the Cowboys win, they forgot. Jerry Jones made the roof in Texas Stadium so God could look down and watch his favorite team. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Preach it. Man, they, they don't get it. This is They can't stop this train, man. You, you, you take the conductor out the train, guess what? The train's still going, baby. Look what happened last night. We we it, it started out a little rough. It started out a little bumpy. I give you that, but they did something in that locker room that whatever they put in Cooper Rush halftime <laughs> water. I don't know what Good it stuff. was, but that third that third player that that third quarter draft, whoo, seventy three, seventy three, seventy three, and said and said put put Harrison Smith a Pro Bowler. I mean, trajectory technically, he, he borderline the hall and hall, hall of fame type. When you look at his trajectory, to put him in the spin cycle, had him in the dryer on spin or whatever. He he was just couldn't figure out where said was, and and I, like I said, I was hoping he scored because I didn't have confidence at that time in punching it in. And, and by hook or crook, he did it, man. Said said Wilson is the definition of an unsung hero this year so far. Yeah. If we thank you, if, Amanda. If we don't do the right thing in the off season, we he will not be here next year. He will not be here next year, guaranteed. 
guaranteed. You know you what, know? though, brother? This, I said this before. This, I hope that this team has so much success that those decisions on the role players become extremely difficult. If, because if you win a Super Bowl, then you live with the role players going to get their bag, right? But if you get a first-round exit and, they, and it, now you're like, man, we can't really afford to pay you, and it sucks seeing them walk. But if you win the Super Bowl, go get your bag, fam. We won the Super Bowl. But, yeah, it's going to be some tough decisions. Ooh, it is. You know, now here's the thing. I was – I. I this keeps – we playing so good, it keeps losing me. I'm pretty sure some other callers probably said this, and you probably brought it up too. But we are playing at such a high level without D-Law. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my! Without D Law, and, and we and we can't, we can't, we 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 can't say we can't go on without saying without Neville Gallimore too. He was our starting defensive tackle, and, and, and yeah. I, a lot of people are out starting defensive tackle. Then our other starting defensive tackle went down, or our high second round pick who has some talent but just cannot seem to get on the field due to injuries or whatever. A lot of players are out, and they just continue to keep fighting, and and that's why this feels special and different to me, more so than 2016 ever did. Oh man, this is. I mean, like I, 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 I thought, I thought Michael Irvin was talking a bit, you know, fast two weeks ago when he said, "Get your tickets early." Yeah. But looking at look, I mean, because we're not talking about the NFC. We ain't thinking about the NFC East no more. We're uh-uh. talking about the NFC. Who do you fear us playing? Going forward in the NFC or just on our in the NFC on our schedule, who do you fear? Fear should not be in Dallas Cowboys vocabulary moving forward in in regards to playing a team, right? Like they should be fearing the Dallas Cowboys if you're if you're an opposite fan, especially if you're Tampa, uh, especially if you're uh, uh, I won't say Green Bay because they probably have super confidence because what they did, um, but injuries happening to to Arizona. Uh, who else is in it? The Rams, they can feel confident, I guess, but I don't know how, how much they've really been tested aside from the Tampa game. But the NFC is stacked, and I said this yesterday, Dallas is right at the top of all of the cream of the crop, without a doubt. They could be 7-0. and I mean, I, I hate to go back and do that. They could be 7-0 and right now, the number one seed in the N- NFC. It's crazy. Three points away. Three points away. Last thing, and I'm going to move around. All right. So I got four more after this, so that so give me your you 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 said Cedric. Who's another player that you say that you would say contributed to the win that doesn't immediately pop off, but they play significant role in the win? On what side of the ball? Um let's go let's go defense. Let's go defense. Someone who didn't they didn't pop, but they were a significant contributor in yesterday's win. I would say I have to give props to J. Ron Curse. Um, J. Ron came out, struggled. Remember, he got beat by by Conklin, had the penalty, uh, and, and then they caught the ball at the same dang on time, almost the three for that happened to Kennedy. Uh, so I got to give J. Ron Curse a lot of props, and if I ha- and he might be an easy one because he's been balling. So if you want to go even deeper. I will go Jordan Lewis. I think this was this was Jordan Lewis's best game of the year, and I, Jordan Lewis always has that dog in him. We don't really see it a lot, but he has that in him that if he can if it clicks, and and he can sustain it, 
We've seen Jordan Lewis make plays. We, we've seen him sustain that level of play towards the end of the year last year. And I think that, in my opinion, is what got him this contract. Uh, I don't mean to derail this here and be long-winded, but a lot of people say, oh, well, we didn't draft so-and-so because of height. Well, you got to understand, I don't think height has to do with it anymore. Under Rich Richard, it absolutely did. What Will McClay and those guys value is length. Um, yes, they drafted a nation right. Yes, they you know they, they got big cornerbacks in, in, in Israel McQuamel, but Jordan Lewis is 5'10". Anthony Brown is is 5'10", um, and they elected to keep those guys, so they saw something in them, and I think Jordan Lewis repaid them. Uh, he's repaying them this year. He's not been great, uh, but he hasn't been a liability. Boom, and that's it right there. Oh, man. Cowboys Nation, you just heard it from one of the best Cowboys commentators. I don't know if y'all saw the segment, but if you did, you got to give our boy Sky and A to Z his props. Now, nobody's producing a better show here, YouTube, three, four-letter networks <laughs> out there in Cowboy Universe. Man, nobody's working on man. So you hit that like, you hit that subscribe, you share this. We taking this all the way to the top. And if it's anything, Cowboys, that you need to know or see, the only place you need to be looking to is right here at A to Z. We love you, Sky. I'm out. I'm mad. Oh, you make me tear up, man. Maybe tear up. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to get to 512-252-757901. I'm going to get to y'all. Get to y'all. Yes, my guy Reek, you must have came in late, Reek. I, I haven't seen you in here. Usually, you're one of the first callers. Yes, Jabril Cox. Uh, from from my understanding, towards ACL, I still didn't see anything official. Y'all know me; I'd be fishing over here on on Twitter as the show's going. Um, but but I believe I believe he he is done for the season. Obviously, haven't seen anything. But yeah, yeah, Reek, he's he's out for the year. Um, yeah, man, that's man, that's heavy, man. He, but James always come through with, with the fire and, and, and the compliments. But yeah, man, we are gonna take this thing to the top. Two five two, what it is, what it do. I meant to get five one two, but two five two, what up? Hey, what's going on, it's Keystone? How you feeling? Oh, what's up, Keystone? Chilling, man. You know, want to be on this victory Monday morning? You know. Man, maybe one of the best victory Monday mornings due to the circumstances, and that's real. And, and that's and that's you know after a crazy victory over the Patriots and, and other games, this might be my favorite. Yeah, emotions running wild, man. And I love the way how Dak is just continuing to lead on Cooper, man. Because he was kind of limping a little bit when he was coming back in the back of the stadium. He was kind of limping a little bit because he was running for him. He gave him a big hug. He congratulated him. So that was a smart move to bench him because even though he did look the same in pregame warm-ups, but I still suspected a little soreness. So, you know, yeah, that was the right move by the organization to sit him out. And, and let's, let me clarify. Let me go long. Let me, let me kind of extend that for you. It was absolutely an organizational move, move because they said if this was a playoff game or a play-in game or they had to have it, he would have played, but he would have obviously played a little bit compromised. So what they decided to do was think long picture and say, all right, we're sitting at five and one. We believe that we can beat this Minnesota Vikings team with Cooper Rush. So they, they had the gall and the confidence to do that. And again, I said this earlier with Montana. At this point, I, I truly will not question what the coaches do. 
they are pressing all the right buttons. Yeah, even though even though the defense is huge, but the Vikings organization at the end of the season, they're probably looking at Kirk Cousins. Because I'm looking at the fact like, how did you get outplayed by a backup quarterback's first start? Now, no disrespect to Cooper Rush, because he has come in and he has made the throws that he has supposed to be making. And that's good, because that's really what got us going. Because when we were 50% on third downs, that's what did it. But yeah. So I was saying to myself in the offseason, knowing that if y'all want Cooper Rush to be your future backup, he's going to have to work on his walk-in throws a little bit because he stays, when he takes his drop back, he stays, but he doesn't move in the pocket like he's supposed to yep. make a throw. Yep. I said he's that same thing. That a little bit more in the yeah. Yeah, Keystone. Hey, Keystone, I'm going to let you go because the, the wind is blowing in the background, but I appreciate the call and I'm going to talk about some of this on, on, on air, all right? 717, let's get it. Yes, sir. 717 in the building. 717 always come through support, man. That's Keystone. Make sure y'all check him out. He'll be with Boss. Uh, Scout, one of, one, he, he, he finds all the, the, the sleepers. But um, So he, he did mention some of the things, and maybe we'll talk about that later in the week, if, even if we have to. Dak plays and it doesn't matter. Um, We talked about how Cooper Rush, one of his negative things is that he sits in that pocket. He doesn't really manipulate the pocket well. And, again, not, not a, a seasoned guy. Um, doesn't really step up in the pocket. And I, I thought that hurt him a lot and that hurt some of his throws. And, it, and if there's a team that now has film, by the way, I got to talk before I get, let me write this down because I forget. I got to write stuff down. Um, if there's a team that gets tape and they see, ah, okay, he gets, he gets back to a mark and he sits there. He's easy pickings. So, so you can easily scheme up a lot of things to, to affect the quarterback in that way. But here's where I'm going to get to, then I'll go to Kirk Cousin. Mr. 70% Xavier Woods. I wrote a 1-2-3 a ball. I don't know what the plan is on my own. We'll talk about that, though, because I'm bothered by that. I wrote a, I had a tweet. I said, are we really about to let Xavier Woods get a game ball off of us? Mm-hmm. Everson Griffin got a sack, which I expected him to, to do something at some point. He's a good player, and, and you know, Ty got hurt. Tyrant, I'm sorry, Ty Naseki. But Xavier Woods, strip sack, fumble, interception. I'm sitting here like, like, what, like when Xavier Woods, y'all, that was happening, I'm sitting here like, are you kidding? It's going to be one of those games where we come in here and we letting this dude do that to us, do that to the Cowboys after he played like, crap last year and talk mess well xavier woods pulled an xavier woods in the press conference listen i get some people want to say oh well he's being truthful Cat, no players don't go 100 percent. i ain't hearing that crap bro i'm sorry i don't i don't need you to talk about oh man you know we go 70 whatever he said but in the press conference yesterday he came out and said we didn't study for Cooper Rush. They prepared all the way up until the inactives came out for Dak Prescott. Bruh. What are you doing? Yeah, somebody said he threw Zimmer under the bus. What are you doing? Y'all could come at y'all could come at Mike McCarthy all you want, man. 
You can come at Mike McCarthy all you want. Mike McCarthy got a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy has 18 playoff appearances. Ten of them he has won, which is second most in the NFL of current head coaches. Mike McCarthy has way more success than he has failures, and he has this team at 6-1 and one right now with a plethora of situations. One thing you can't say, especially after about midway through last year, is that Mike McCarthy doesn't have his team ready to play. No matter who's playing. Last year, we questioned that at the beginning of the year, but we didn't know him. New coach, trying things out, the COVID situation. We got a culture shock. We went from ultra-conservative to ultra-aggressive. Just circumstances. But I always say, I give him a little bit of credit for that 6-10 and season, believe it or not. Nonetheless, Xavier Woods threw his coach under the bus and basically said we weren't prepared. That That is, you can't have that. I'm not saying from Xavier Woods, but as a team, you cannot not be prepared, man. That's Xavier Woods for you, man. All right, 512, what you got for us? And then 757. What's up, Scott? Yep, I got you. Hey, this is Rico from ATX. I just saw. Uh, Rico. I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mike McCarthy, man, um, I don't know if people remember, but Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre before Brett Favre left, right? Yes. And then he came Jeez. onto the scene, and they were a losing team for, like, his first two seasons. So he wouldn't just come out the gate as Aaron Rodgers. Somebody taught him how to be that. Well, who was his coach? Mike McCarthy. For all that time, right? And now he's great. And I, I just think people had kind of forgot about that. Aaron yeah. Rodgers wasn't Aaron Rodgers out the gate. No, I try to you remind know, people he of that. Was when, that. I try to remind people that we first hired Mike McCarthy, but I think it, it, Aaron Rodgers, the mystique became outgrew McCarthy, and then he got fired. And the way he got fired, yeah. the way it happened, so it it, it really didn't. Yeah, and well, I was excited about it because that's what I remembered. I was like, okay, now he's got another young quarterback, and he can teach him just a few things to tweak his game and make him great as well. And I, I think that we, we do got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, this is a different team altogether, the whole, the whole everything, the culture, everything, and it's exciting to see. Um, I called it last week, Cooper Rush is going to have a good game. I just had a feeling. I didn't think – I mean, he's a backup quarterback, and he's never played, so we didn't know what to get. But I just had a feeling. So And that's fine. I'm, I'm happy for that, and I'm happy for his family. Did you see his dad oh, on TV? I was I'm about to bad grab that, that got gift. to me. <laughs> I'm about to grab that gift. That, that, yeah, that it's got like, to me, man. I, I just felt really good because you know how long they waited to see their son do that. So yeah, yeah, that was that was great. Other than that, um, happy Victory Monday. Uh, let's go Cowboys in our defense. Danny McCray called it top ten defense by the end of the season. Maybe not out the gate, that. but at the end of the season, Danny McCray has been saying it since yes. the off season. As yes. soon as we got Dan Quinn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to win that bet against Barry Church. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to try to get B. I'm going to try to get B on the show this week since you brought him up. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it, man, because look at all the other teams when they change their defenses, like the Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Then when they had their Super Bowl runs, their defenses didn't start out great. But at the end of the season, they clicked. Yep. And, and then they went on a run. So I think that's what's going to happen to us. At least I'm praying for it. Um, uh, prayers to to Dak and his, and his family for yeah. the, the condolences. I had a feel died like the next day um, after we heard the news on Dak. Damn. So I was I was kind of in my feelings this weekend as well. My but then everything got better last night. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, and so yeah, so it helps to to see our team pull through like that in a in a tough situation. 
Yeah, it does, bro. Hey, my condolences and appreciate the call, man, and the support. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Like my old, well, I don't call him old here, but like my big homie says, Law Nation. We don't like the Cowboys. We love them. So when you know these things are happening, I, I say this all the time. I said this to my lady. She found out when she, you know, when we got together years ago. I said, I'm not, I, I'm not a, just a Cowboy fan. Okay. Being a, being a real cowboy fan, it, it, it's a lifestyle. It truly is a lifestyle, and I'm sure y'all can attest to that. All right, man, let's get 757. Then we're going to get to the chat and wrap this thing up. What's up, 757? Hello, this is Tarita. I am a first-time caller. What's up, thank Tarita? You, thank you. Thank- Hi, I'm also uh, repping my hometown, you know, D-Town, 214. D-Town, uh, okay. In- yes, um, I'm just excited to be up here. I like how you said uh, Dallas Cowboys not just being a fan, but it's a lifestyle. Yep. But uh, that's the same with holiness. You know, I ain't come up here to preach, but yes. Um, so I'm just excited about the Cowboys and how they are really showing the sportsmanship, the teamwork. I mean, I grew up, I don't look like it, but I grew up with the Emmett, you know, Smith era and all of that. So I'm telling you, like, it's amazing how these guys are really working together. And I love it. I love it. I I, I don't know, even when we catch some L's maybe with individuals, but they still come together collectively. They take an accountability. They are showing teamwork. They are... Um, just staying in there, and I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. You're, you're absolutely. There, it's like a family atmosphere. It's it's a tight group. And uh, when we talked to Quentin Bohanna a couple weeks ago, he, he talked about how close this group is. And I know players can say that. I know we, we hear that, but you're seeing it, right? We see. We saw it with the uh, what was the show Hard Knocks. We saw. It, we see it with the videos in the locker room, and you see it on the field. You see it on the sideline. This group, they, everyone is playing for everyone. Right, everybody is out there trying to win for the guy next to them. That's easier said than done, and these boys are doing it. Yeah, and then one more thing is just the culture. Like, yes, it's, it, they've created a culture of um, positivity. They created a culture of one mindedness. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> oneness rather. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I love that. Yes, I love that. It's a it's a mindset. It's a type of culture that you have to build in order to make it to that next level. So go Cowboys, and yes, everything's big in Texas, all right? I'm learning that right now. (laughs) I'm I'm learning that right now. She she said oneness, and if y'all remember this, then you could tell me. I can't remember the movie or the show or whatever I was watching, but it kind of stuck out to me. Um, it, It goes something like this. I'm paraphrasing here. This five is not better than this one. You see? And if you don't see me, it's my five fingers up and one fist. I feel like, and, and that's that's the analogy, is that when everyone is playing as one or together and whatever in life, it can defeat individuals that come together. And I feel like the, the Cowboys are doing that week in, week out, and, and it starts at practice. It started in, in training camp. And Mike McCarthy, I, I really I just I feel special, but it, hopefully we get to a certain point. We can go back to what he said last year when he first came. And then he said something again in, in the Hard Knocks episode, but 
he he's trying to build a championship program. Ah, thank you. I knew somebody going though. See, y'all, 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 y'all are awesome. Lance said Game of Thrones. Yeah. I can't remember who said it, but I know it stuck out with me when she said that. She said that. All right, man, we're going to jump back into the chats. If y'all have anything y'all want me to address before we get out of here, because remember, this is Victory Monday. This is the cookout. This is, this is the cookout episode. This is raw. Um, if you got anything you want me to address, hashtag sky it with, and with the question or what have you, and we'll get to it. And while you're doing that, uh, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Right? Hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. This has been a fire show. I, I knew it was going to be. I knew who it was gonna be, um, and like like I told the caller, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to get Barry on here this week. I'm gonna try to get Barry on here this week, man. I gotta get try to get McCray. Honestly, keep it a bean. I want to get Danny McCray on here as well. Um, one two three ball says address Lyle Collins. Yeah. So earlier in the show, I do have a bone to pick with the team, but I can't be a hypocrite. If they decide to do whatever they decide to do, it's hard for me to question. It's really hard for me to question what they do. But me, if Ty Tyron Smith is out and they're not confident in Lyle being on the left side, which he said I'm, I'm natural over there, then you move still over there and you put Tyron, or, uh, uh, Lyle Collins at right tackle. Ty and Seki fought and fought and scratched and clawed in that second half, but I don't know that I want to see Ty and Seki out there for four quarters. He's got to give me confidence before I can do that. I haven't seen it. Um, update on Diggs says Jalen. I have still not seen nothing. And trust me, I got I got my stuff up here. Um, I could have just missed it as the show was going, but I am not seeing nothing on Diggs just yet. Something should be coming out. If I missed it, y'all let me know. But there might be a press conference that already happened. Yep, a press conference is happening right now. So I'm pretty sure we're, we'll hear something. We'll hear something. Um, Steven doesn't want to put Steele on the left side. Remember at the beginning of the year, I said Steele played worse on the left side in the preseason than the right side. But you, you got to do – Steele is giving me confidence that, okay, I know you can handle whatever out there, big fella. Let's work with it. I don't know that I have that confidence in the second yet. Maybe he goes out there and gives me it. But I have a hard time keeping Lyle Collins on the bench. I have a hard time. Um – Sean says, Sky, you need to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Sean, I didn't watch that three times. I just couldn't remember as we're live where I seen that from. Uh, but trust me, it's one of my favorite shows of all time, Game of Thrones. Uh, Army says, Diggs is fine. He did say I'm fine. It's not that serious. Reek says, Sky, we need a new kicker. Zerline is not it. And see, this is where I got worried with, with old head. When he missed that kick, I'm like, come on. Yeah, uh, Zerline's at that point now where he'll go three for four. But that one miss, you're, you're pissed off because that one miss really was the difference in the game for majority of the game. So I don't think you're really going to go out and get another kid. He would have to have horrendous games for that to happen. That's, that's you know, Bones' guy. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't have confidence in Zerline when he goes out there all the time anymore. I really don't. I really don't. All right, guys, let's wrap this thing up. Steven said our kicker is fine. I said that last week. Then he missed the damn kick. It's a huge confidence booster, Eric. Eric says, how how much of a confidence booster for us? Huge. This is a career confidence booster. Seriously. Seriously. Oh, Sully, 
Sons of Anarchy is my show too, brother. I watched that about two or three times. Love me some Sons of Anarchy. Love me some Sons of Anarchy. All right, tomorrow we're going to take on some leftovers, get into some some um, details of some of these players and what happened in the game. Obviously, open up the phone lines again. Hey, maybe we'll have a guest. We'll see. We'll see. But it is Victory Monday, folks. This was an awesome show. Tune in. Always give us about 24 to 48 hours, and then Wednesday we'll start to move forward to face the Denver Broncos and continue to be 1-0. and That's what it's about. Even though I said I feel like this is a championship team, and I absolutely agree, the only way to get there is to be 1-0 and each week. Each week. With that said, I oh my goodness, Opie's death was is the worst death ever, Sons of Anarchy. With that said, I appreciate all the super chats. I appreciate the calls. Uh, everyone that came in in the chat, y'all had it on fire. Make sure you hit that like button. Everyone that has, I appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe and check out A to Z Sports Dallas or A to Z Sports.com slash Dallas. Tons of articles are going to be up over, over this coming week after that victory. Tons of them. Good stuff. All right, y'all. Y'all enjoy this Monday. Enjoy this. It's beautiful victory Monday. I'll be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. Central-ish. Tonight, Mauricio Rodriguez will be back on the channel. It is Esports Prime Time. See y'all later, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's a beautiful day. Be out of here. Peace. I want.